This is Alt Haven's exclusive live stream of Predation. If you're eager to witness the live action firsthand, join us on Twitch every Monday night at 6pm PST on twitch.tv slash Althaven. If you're savoring what you hear and want more captivating content, explore Althaven's other remarkable podcasts, like $2 Creature Feature and Pest Control. Our extensive backlog spans from the mystical realms of ghosts, werewolves, and vampires to the cosmic adventures of Star Trek and the heroic tales of superheroes. Your support is invaluable to Alt Haven, and we appreciate every moment you spend with us. Thank you for being part of our Haven. Welcome back to the Cretaceous period, everybody. I'm Eric Campbell, your GM for tonight, and I'm here with the Stream Punks as we're continuing the next chapter of Legacy of Silver Creek. I got it right. Mm. So we're going to start things off tonight um, with some quick announcements and then jump into our game. We don't have Noir tonight because I guess Noir actually is hurting dinosaurs. He didn't tell us he had any, but apparently he does. So I'm sure there's going to be a lot of questions as to how that's even possible when you're living in Chicago and nobody knows about it. But whatever. We'll <sighs> keep your secret about the dinosaurs. Yeah, it's just strange how he's pulling that off. Anyway. but um, Very impressive. Never yeah. underestimate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, let's go ahead and kick things off. I want to give a, a big congratulations to our, uh, our TD, our, our the master of Althaven, uh, one Jake who spawned a zero one creature token. Um, as I like to joke this past couple of weeks, uh, well done. Jake is now daddy Jake. Um, we are all supposed to call him daddy Jake. This is going to take some getting used to, uh, but you know, Hey, what are you going to do? Um, oh, oh, dad. Okay. Sorry. Just dad now. Papa Jake. Um, which is which is absolutely <laughs> I have so many opinions about that but I'm going to keep them to myself. <laughs> um also uh, a big thank you to Noir who did RTD uh who was RTD in the last session uh, and did a great job so thank you for so much for filling in Noir wherever you are riding on the back of your dinosaur in Chicago. Um also uh, a big congratulations to our our group here who yesterday um i don't know if y'all know but the power play kids got back together for a fundraiser yesterday who wants to talk about that because i want to hear about how that went who wants to somebody one of you two one of you two say I, something do it we'll Caitlin. talk over each other and say the same words at the same time it'll be really creepy no um uh we we did the pact the preternatural anomaly control team was a little one shot we raised money for the maui strong fund uh to help get money back uh down to folks um just in the community after all the wildfires and stuff and uh we had a great time it was very very fun thanks to anybody who who tuned in and checked it out the vod is available on my channel right now it will be going up on youtube um a YouTube channel called Playhouse 5, which is our brand new home for things that potentially, if the Power Play crew decide to maybe make more things in the future, you should keep an eye on that thing. Uh, it was very, very fun. And I got to play a ghost, which is fun. <laughs> Please, nobody ask about what happened to the first four playhouses. For legal reasons, we cannot mm -hmm. discuss it online yeah. nor any mad science there associated. Thank mm -hmm. you. Built into the contract. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're excited. Thanks for tuning Packed, in. Um, and um, but the the link is still up. Actually, I'll retweet it again. The the funders are still open. If you didn't get a chance to, and we're hoping to to uh, drop some funds into that, the the uh, uh, fundraiser on Tiltify will it stays open. So if you feel like tossing there, you can also toss directly to the uh, Hawaii Community Foundation as well. All right. Thank you very much. Anybody have any other announcements that they would like to make tonight? Anything going? Yes, Cynthia. Hey. So. My episode on Geek Public about my cancer journey aired this Saturday. Oh, sweet. So, yes, if you want to hear all the nitty-gritty 
scientific details and I do get some of it wrong. So I apologize, but Hey, you know, it's part of the experience. <laughs> uh, YouTube.com slash, I believe it's the geek public. I would really love it. If you guys can support, watch it, share it out to your friends and remember to go get your phones checked. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Anybody else have any other announcements for the evening stuff that they're doing? Yes, of course. Our busy B Eliza. Go ahead. Hi. Um, uh, yeah. We're going to have an announcement this week with Verst. So make sure you're following Verst. Uh, Verst.game on, uh, let's see, X slash Twitter, definitely Instagram and TikTok. Verst game or some variation of that. And Blue Sky, we're on Blue Sky too. Uh, big announcement this week. Very excited. Um, and then, all, as always, as ever, I am on Storyloom as a Pizaliza, and I'm going to have two more chapters of uh, Anaya the Hunter, Town on Fire coming out this week. I'm pushing for this week. Um, and I might decide to do a chapter that is, uh, they're doing this contest that you can like write in the world of one of their other established stories. So I think I might do that and have it be a crossover with my little monster hunter vampire universe that I'm building. So keep an eye out for that. It should be fun. Sweet. All right. Thank you, Eliza. Um, any other announcements before we jump into Dino Land? Yes, Sam. Um, I sometimes joke uh, that four is the largest number because that is the number that Dazzler, my dog, has paws. Uh, and it would be ridiculous to think that you could count to a higher number. And it turns out that at least part of our brains agree using single neuron level recordings uh we have learned more about how our brains count and it counts differently for numbers that dazzler has paused so please check that out uh live now on my youtube youtube.com slash delevely d-e-l-e-v-e-l-y uh but until then um I have been told that we get to cause chaos tonight. I've been specifically instructed. And I'm excited. All right. Then with that, let's return to the Cretaceous period and begin tonight's chapter of Legacy of Silver Creek. Welcome back, everyone. So when we last left off, a lot of things have started to unfold, namely the big mystery behind the device. There's two devices that are currently raising a lot of questions. One, of course, is the one that two of our heroes brought with them from Kaleino City when they fled. And the other one is the one that was discovered just recently by Dahlia off in the swamp. Both devices apparently are starting to raise a lot of questions as to their point of origin. Particularly the device that was discovered by Dahlia does not appear to be of... It appears to be new or newer. It's not quite as old as most Sati technology, which has raised a lot of questions because... All of the technology that is currently here in the Cretaceous period are holdovers and recycled technology from the Earth and from which all of the first commuters came from. New technology is not created really here in Laramidia in the Cretaceous period. All you guys have to go on is the tech that has been brought and has been recycled, reused, repaired. There's not the resources are the foundations to construct new versions of the incredibly advanced tech that existed from the time period in which your ancestors descended from, yet here this piece of tech is. It's hard to say 
how old it is, but it's certainly not the hundred years old that it would need to be if it was original Sati tech. That's raising a lot of questions. There's further questions being raised, of course, by the device that was brought here. It seems to be from basically from Joe's theory is that it's triggering some responses from a few of our friends in the group who might have a connection or a sensitivity to time anomalies. The jury's still out on that. It's the running theory right now because every time it's come into contact with one of them, it seems to have had some kind of reaction. There's also some data that's been extracted and some information that was uncovered in the previous session in which Dahlia turned to Clover and basically asked Clover to try to figure out what this device that she found in the swamp was that had a message from a previous version of herself to try to uncover where it came from, how it got here. In that time, Clover discovered that this thing is somehow compatible with a larger piece of tech, that it plugs into something and that it is accessible, but Clover's efforts, unfortunately, they didn't succeed. Neither did Michael Yen. When you brought it to him, he couldn't make heads or tails of it either. What he was able to discover is that it looks like it might be compatible with tech that is probably native to Sati. Possibly, there seems to be a connection between this device and Sati Site 000E. That is the site that no one is supposed to go to, the place that is forbidden here in Legacy of Silver Creek and Secrets of Silver Creek, Sati Site 000E is off limits to everybody. Now, this would be known, by the way, just to catch you up, Cynthia, Dahlia, having been a resident of Silver Creek for some time now, you would know that it's typically just kind of caused called the Forbidden Rocks. But what it is, is it's a Sati site that people are not allowed to go to. It's off limits. It's an old Sati bunker. Now, some quick backstory for both our audience and our players. Sati is known to have developed bunkers that they built all throughout Laramidia, up and down the continent, as research stations and development labs. What their original purpose is, is largely is lost. Most of their locations, in fact, are lost. Some of these Sati bunkers are just lost to time. They are probably the most sought after thing in all of Laramidia because they are going to undoubtedly re uh, uh, still hold old secrets from Sati's mission back here to the Cretaceous period and technologies that haven't been tapped. Who knows what secrets might lie within? Silver Creek just so happens to be built near one of these sites. A heavily protected, heavily guarded secret. Now, you would have some context to this clover that others don't have. And that is simply this, that you may have known that there was a Sati site. And one of the reasons why it is a closely guarded secret is supposedly the existence of this Sati site with the proximity of Silver Creek could endanger the entire population of Silver Creek. If the butterflies find out about it, if Sati finds out about it, it could spell doom it could it could change everything nobody wants that everyone just wants it to just remain hidden forever which has raised a lot of questions 
but has just gone un, kind of unchallenged. And now here you are. When we last left off, there was a impassioned discussion about what was going to be happening next and some of the dangers that you were all were willing to undertake in order to uncover the location of the Sati site and see if this technology would actually plug into whatever may be found at the site. Now, this is a big deal because it is forbidden. It has been stated as much. It has been visited upon everywhere. Dr. Molina in particular has been very rigid about this. No one is to go there on pain of being cast out of Silver Creek for the safety of everyone in the community. But you guys managed to convince Michael Yen, who is a scientist at heart, who absolutely wants to find out what's in this device. Didn't take much. He is both tickled and terrified at the idea of going to the site, breaking the rules, and uncovering new truths. Plus, he's never been. Well, unfortunately, Zach found out about this and ever the rigid rules mongerer and wanting to keep all of the people of Silver Creek safe to the point of nearly like a panic. There was an argument, a big fight broke out. Melina entered the room and where we last left off, Zach spilled the beans about everything to Melina. Just laid it all out and told her the entire plan, told her everything y'all were about to do, all the rules you were about to break, everything. <laughs> Which caused Melina, Dr. Melina, who is known for being that rock, that um, that rock kind of had a jaw-dropping moment. Which spurred Ozzy to just sort of fill in the blanks and fill in all the things that Zach had left out at that point. Z the, the die had been cast, so Ozzy was like, yeah, this is what's up. This is, this is what he's talking about. This is what we're going to go do. <laughs> and that is where we are picking up. So, there we are starting the game off. We're going to have everyone in the room together as this has all happened. You are in for the information. You are currently in Melina's domicile. Specifically, you are in Melina's living space. This is her living quarters in the back of the research lab. What's just happened is Zach has said what y'all are planning to do, and then Ozzy spilled the plan. And in the dead quiet, Melina is just staring at a loss for words. And the silence stretches on until you see Dr. Yen finally raise his hand and say, um, I feel like I should say something. If that's okay. I feel like I should say something because because of all the people here, and Melina cuts him off and says, because of all the people here, you have the least excuse? Yes! Yes, exactly. Um, I have the least excuse because I know the rules, and it was up to me to sort of explain the rules because we have some new people. And um, here's what I was thinking to my pitch to you, uh, Dr. Melina, is that, you see, there's been some incidents that have been happening since this group arrived. And I think a lot of people, and, and, and I don't mean to speak for everyone, and you see Yen turned to everybody and just kind of raised his hands and say, but uh, it's been my interpretation. And do jump in here if I'm being, you know, um, if, I'm, if I'm speaking out of line, but my interpretation has been that um, 
they're in need of help. And ever since they've arrived, they've been kind of told, you do this and you're out, you do this and you're out, you do this and you're out. And so they've been kind of playing things under the radar a little bit because they don't want to, you know, spit on the hospitality of Silver Creek. Am, am I right so far? I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to get poetic. Am, am I doing this right? Or is that sound about right? Why, why you guys have kind of placed things a little close to the chest? Uh, we also are strangers and a, a storm. Yes. A and big it, hurricane happened. Yeah, and I, I really like the recognition of the hurricane. Uh, the, right, the hurricane did relevant immediately because attempts were made and then storms were made. Time and was the errors were also made. It's less important. Yeah, sorry. Um, so um, circumstances haven't really given us a lot of opportunity to explore alternatives to the events that have been taking place because ever since they've arrived, and Dahlia, you can speak to this because from what I understand, um, this has been happening a lot. Um, there's been some incidents with time anomalies. Um, I don't know if anyone's told you yet, but there's been some incidents with time anomalies and we think it's connected to a, a device and uh, a, a device recently was just discovered and, and apparently there was an encounter with, with Grimscale, which I, I, you see Melina go, I'm, wait, what? Yeah, 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 but everyone's fine. Everyone's alive. Um, but uh, but in this encounter, uh, from what I remember, uh, Dahlia, you said you you, you found that um, who who has it? Um, Clover, did you did you do you, you have the other the second device? There was a second device yep. that we found um, that Clover has, and um, and Clover. Was a Clover brought it to me, and then Clover and I were able to determine that it was, um, uh, it, it might it might be from somewhere else, uh, or something else. Uh, we don't know exactly what. That's so cool, Melina. There's there's you, you see Michael Yen either pauses for effect or tries to give Doctor Melina a, a time to process everything that he has said because he seems to be aware of how he's behaving right now and just kind of like everyone in the room can see his anxiety levels are spiking. <laughs> What's up, Donald? Yeah, so I would I would like to step in, um, and you probably missed me for this, Eric. Um, can we do a premonition check? Mm. Absolutely. What would you? What are you? Are you specifically just kind of like trying to focus and seeing what you can see? Yes, in relation to the plan that was kind of laid out before Dr. Molina like heard about the whole situation. I want to see, like, if possible, could I stretch enough to find out if the plan worked? Oh, interesting. Ooh, very interesting. So, hmm, hold on one sec. Now, is premonition found in the Cypher System core? I think yes. so, yes. It is? Yes. Okay, on cool. our version also, of the book, page 57. I have it written out if you need. Yes, I would love to hear it. It says, you learn one random fact about a creature or location, so basically um, the forbidden okay. land. Um, that is pertinent to a topic you designated. Alternatively, you can choose to learn a creature's level. Don't need that. However, if you do so, you cannot learn anything else about it. So that doesn't apply. So it's just like the location. So you can pick a location and learn a random fact about it. Um, so in this case, you could say Sati site 000E. And and then I would, but, but at this level, it sounds like you're only going to get like a glimpse, a whisper of what may have happened or may transpire. It's almost- Totally fine. Yeah. Okay. Random fact. So as you're sitting there listening to all of this, you're hearing things being brought up again and again and again, and this feeling comes over you, Clover. So here's what you feel. Um, not Clover, that pull, right? That pull that brought you- Dahlia, not Clover, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I did that again. I, why is it those two names? It's for some reason, it's Dahlia and Clover. 
They're nature names. They are nature names. Um, yeah. D, C, C, D. Yeah. So, Dahlia, that pull that brought you to Silver Creek, that that instinct that you had to be here, that same feeling, Satisite 000E, is what you get. That same feeling of this is supposed to be. We're supposed to do this. This happens or has happened or will happen. So in the in the pause of um my, Michael Yen, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna step in um and look at Dr. Molina. Okay. Um how much do you trust my abilities to see things or feel things? She takes a deep breath and she says, you're playing that card, are you? Very much she, so. She taps her cane for a moment as she considers and she says, I'll hear what you have to say. Remember, I told you a long time ago that I had a, a reason or a, a pull to be here in Silver Creek. Yes, I remember. And, and it was very, very strong. And ever since you arrived, I know that you have demonstrated the validity of some of your abilities. So what if I told you that I have the same pull to the Forbidden Rock? I would say it's ominous enough that it doesn't bring me any comfort. Doesn't bring me any comfort either telling you this. I'm mostly distressed that that sati site is our most closely guarded secret and everyone here seems to know about it. She has a big smile on her face at that, which kind of hints at this like sarcasm. Um, she slowly turns and looks over at Michael Yen and you see the gears turning in Yen's head for a second. And he goes, and he glances down at the floor. Glances back up at her and says, oh, I, I told them all about it. His jaw tightens. Um, anybody here who knows the story, particularly you, Clover, know he's covering for you as he says this. And he says, I, um, I was trying to draw conclusions based off of the device that was brought to me. And when I discovered that it was most likely something that could interface with the Sati uh, mainframe, I blurted it out. Sorry. She eyes him for a moment. And you're not sure if she's buying it. But she simply says... <sighs> she closes the door as she steps into the room. And closes behind her. And she says... All right. All right. I need you all to understand before I begin speaking about this, how dangerous this is for this community to be speaking about this, to even be discussing it, let alone plan an expedition. Sati Site 000E was only discovered about six and a half years ago. 
it was meant to be kept secret. But... There is information inside that bunker that nearly drove one of the sons of Silver Creek mad with grief and anger. It sent two of our others away. There are things inside that we have been protecting so that none other would endanger the community or attract the attention of those who would seek the site itself. If you are planning on going to uncover what it is that that is, my instinct is to tell you to simply destroy that and be done with it. Michael Yin interjects immediately and goes, you're not going to do that, right? Because that would be... That would be awful. And, and, and I'd like to point out, it's not ours. We don't, we don't get the, it doesn't technically, technically Dahlia discovered it. So it belongs to Dahlia. So can't really, you know, somebody else's property and on. You see Melina look over at you, Dahlia, and says, then Dahlia couldn't leave with it. And Yen intercepts and says, wait, 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 wait. Uh, that's not what I was trying to say. I, I, I'm just saying, I, I'm just saying, and he stammers, he can't find his words. Do you mind if I help out a little bit here? I'm in, yeah. So I think what Michael's trying to say is, yes, it is my property and there's another device that may be somebody else's property that has to do with this. So the way I look at it is we're relatively new. So you're not necessarily losing too, too much to Silver Creek if you sent out a special retinue to go seek this out. Let us prove to you why we should stay here in Silver Creek. Let us discover this for you. And by the way, side note, uh, DM, I have slick and sleight of hand. So I have persuasion <laughs> skills up the wazoo. Okay. Um, okay, go ahead and roll me persuasion then. So this is going to be an intellect-based check. If you have any skills, you're basically rolling against Dr. Molina's level. She is a level three. So... You are going to need to make an, uh, although, although it is worth noting in that all matters concerning the safety and security of Silver Creek, she activates as a level four. So you're going to need to beat, before you drop that target number down, you're going to need to beat a 12 or better on a D20. So okay. what skills do you have? Do you have any skill? You have, you said you had an I ability. Slick, that... Yes, I slick. So I'm trained in all tasks dealing with persuasion. Okay, cool. So trained, um, trained means you're automatically going to get it at a flat difficulty without penalty. Um, so do you have, do you have any like skills of persuasion, any social skills it, on your character sheet? I believe that is the skill that comes with, uh, yeah. slick, the slick type, um, yeah. one level of skill training. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I see what you're saying. So it's automatically going to drop that down from 12 down, down to nine. Okay. Yep. So then you can, if you want, you can spend intellect points minus yes. your edge in that. Yes. To drop it one more level if you want. Or you can spend a story point. We have eight story points. Mm -hmm. and, Do you uh, guys mind if I spend a story point? Good. Ox crew Do points. It. Yeah, go ahead. So ox crew point. This one is coming from Duran 452. Thank you so much. You just Yay! your supportive your support of the stream punks just helped Dahlia. 
All right. So that's going to drop it further. It's going to drop down to a six. So you need a difficulty two. It's six or better on a D20. I literally got a six. Nicely done. (laughs) On a six, you see Melina is fighting this in her head. Because, Dahlia, because you were just so good at reading people, same as, I I would actually argue, technically, same as uh, Ozzy. Y'all are just really good at reading people. Um, Melina resembles a woman that realizes how irrational she's being about this. And you see her scientific mind kind of fighting through it. Your words kind of pushing her that, that needed push. Where she says, this keeps coming back. This is happening now tells me that there is... We need to answer these questions or we are just going to be back here again one day. Precisely. I need you all to promise that you will keep this expedition between everyone here in the room and no one else. That is my one condition for me sanctioning this. What if the information's important to a lot of people and a lot of people have a stake in it? Because I don't want to make a promise under false pretenses, but what if we found something out that other people need and deserve to know? We don't know what's there. I mean, she did say the mission itself. Maybe we can reconvene once we're back with our investigation results and, and she can... Uh, disseminate that as she sees fit. She kind of like, uh, Joe kind of like looks at Melina like, uh, uh. I just want to be fair dealing. Melina nods slowly and she says, if you were to uncover something that was vital for everyone to know, then it would be important to tell. If you were to discover that we were on the fault line of some great catastrophe, then yes, let's stage this expedition then. Find out what you need to find out discreetly and quickly, and then report back, and we can all discuss it when you return. Is that acceptable? Very logical. Thank you for the parameters. Zach is fuming quietly next to Melina. You can all see he has not spoken up. He's just, but you can, you're watching the jaw clench on the side of his face. Just occasional, like he's chewing on something. She glances over at him, says, I'll need you to go with them. And you see Zach nod. Can you do this? And without missing a beat, Zach says, yes. You know, my whole purpose here is just to keep people safe. Being quiet, getting in, getting out. If that's going to keep people safe. And then there's the incident with the butterflies that we need to talk about. Yeah. Lena nods at that. And she glances over at Clover when Zach brings it up. Clover looks very confused and concerned. Zach says, 
when I was out in front of the gates seeing to Atticus, I was jumped, attacked in the tall grasses by two members of the butterflies just outside the gates of Silver Creek, within sight of the gates. That, uh, go ahead. Did you get their names or what did they it's, look like? One of them, I heard one of them say their names were Vela and Orega. Vela was a young woman that was pretty eager to kill me. I convinced her not to, by nearly killing her. Rega seemed to be the more sensible of the two, but he's the one that dropped the ultimatum that we hand over the device that you all have, or Silver Creek was going to burn to the ground. I don't know how they know. How do they know about that device? Exactly. Which device? Why do the butterflies know about any device at all? All I know is they oh. wanted the device that, and they, they mentioned, looks over at you and says they mentioned Clover by name. They asked about her. Well, that's... Wanted to know how she was doing. That's considerate. I'm sure they do. Clover, do you know how they would know about these devices? I left and never turned back. I have not sent messages to them. I have no desire. I just wanted to, I didn't even have time to, I don't I know. apologize if that sounded accusatory. That's not what I meant. Is no, there I something? Think, I mean, I'm just feeling very flustered. No, it's not you. It really is me. Do you need a moment? No, no, I just um, need for them. They, they, they asked how I was. They didn't say anything else. It's like they want to kill me still. Zach shakes his head and says, no, the one, Orega was the one that was doing most of the speaking. He sounded like, he sounded a little sad actually. Um, Clover, the names, Vela and Orega. Yes. Vela is familiar to you. You knew Vela as part of the butterflies. She is a violent fanatic. And of course, it's not surprising to hear that she is completely, completely fallen in line with Arco. That, that's a world being built for someone like her. That makes sense. You do know the name Orega. Orega was somebody who was kind of an oddball and on the outskirts of a lot of the butterflies. You always got the impression he never really fit in or kind of bought into it. Your impression of him was always that he was kind of uh, a bit of an opportunist. Like he wasn't necessarily a believer in the cause, but he was valuable to the group and he was loyal to everyone he traveled with. But... What was interesting about Orega is he didn't join the butterflies until about four or five years ago. So he's kind of new and he's a bit of a mystery. No one knows really where he descends from. Um, okay. Yeah. 
you didn't know either one of them very well. Butterflies, pretty small organization, and everybody kind of knows everybody, but everyone kind of forms into their own groups. And it's also worth noting too, Clover, as a quick grim reminder that most of the people that you were close to were loyal to Aldane. And what happened to her happened to a lot of them when you fled. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Clover's kind of like digging through these thoughts and memories and putting, trying to put two and two together. Um, and she says, I, I also don't really know how they know I'm here. Maybe they tracked us and I'm sorry if that's the case because it seems like they wouldn't have found out about this device if I hadn't met up. Well, the butterflies don't seem like wasted opportunity. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, if they were following us the whole time we were together, they would have had ample opportunity to take down any of us. Atticus, a dino with cybernetics. I mean, they were fall if if they were following us it was for other reasons and there's no way they would have unless they knew about the device ahead of time you never saw it while we were traveling so how would they have i don't think i ever even saw it while we were traveling i tried not to that was a good that was a compliment you did a very good job of keeping it Thanks. Yeah, I mean, I, I try. I just, you know, here it's like I don't understand anything about anything. And also I get sunburned. And okay, shut up. Point being, you, there, they had, there's other motive here. We're missing information because this doesn't make sense to me. Do you think they would be following us if we were to take this mission? Uh, I turn to Zach. That might be a question best for you. You last spoke to them. Zach says, he nods and you see him consider that and says, I don't know how they know what they know, but if we left the walls of Silver Creek, then we would be vulnerable. They would be foolish not to make a try for it if they knew we had left. Again, why wouldn't they have done it already? He shrugs. I, I don't get that either. You spent, from what you told me, you spent weeks traveling through the Red Jaw Wilds. That would have been the best time in the world to have come after you. We are particularly ill-suited for that environment. We were vulnerable the whole time. Michael Yen raises his hand and says, um, just want to add this to the discussion. Um, it's not unheard of for Osteons to also be part of Butterfly. It's entirely possible. That um, it's possible. I don't particularly know, scientifically speaking, how osteons work. Uh, Dahlia's abilities and um, I, I think Ozzy. <laughs> um, uh, Excuse me. <laughs> I think Joe was not unconscious for that particular revelation. <laughs> um, who, whoever's interacting with these time anomalies, <laughs> um, I, I think whoever is capable of doing that has 
it's it's beyond my realm of understanding of how it works and how the interaction takes place and what it allows some people to be able to do and and sense that but i i do know that some uh, th there have been plenty of stories about osteons in the ranks of the butterflies that allow them to do some pretty pretty interesting things that means they had to be close by yeah close to right. at least a, a time anomaly which there's been multitude of them since you guys arrived Ooh, i wonder if that means there's been oh i wonder if this isn't local to silver creek then i wonder if this has just been i wonder oh 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 i wonder if you're leaving breadcrumbs time breadcrumbs is it time possible crumbs? can we trace your steps would that take too much time zach immediately shakes his head and says you're gonna have to pick if you start making your way back through the red jaw wilds you're gonna be very exposed i don't recommend it i think we should move forward but this begs the question is the device causing the time anomalies and if so more data is required my theory yeah. is that it's an it's amplifying in some way. I, I I don't know enough about this particular area of study, but that's my current theory. Hypothesis. Would that I'm maybe let the butterfly Austin pick up on it? Maybe. Also, it's entirely possible. We do know from you know the past hour and a half that a time terror struck Silver Creek. It could be that. That time terror is not a result of the device, but was actually just part of the storm and device reacted. Again, my, my working hypothesis, yes. Don't hypothesis have to be testable? This How do we is... test uh, this, this hypothesis? Oh, we've got no. an Ocean, right? <laughs> we're not, no, we're not doing that. No, mm -mm. no, no. The last time that happened, we got hit with a rock. Okay. And also, um, if we turn that thing back on, we're showing the butterflies that we're just messing around with it. And we don't necessarily plan to destroy it or give it to them. So maybe we don't turn it on until we get to um, that place. Reminder, Jim, I, does it have an on-off function or is it just kind of always low-level doing its thing? It, it seems we to have, or do we know. Yeah, I would say, if judging from the descriptions given before, your encounters with this device thus far have been that it just activates itself sometimes. It reacts to things you're not entirely sure what or why, but there's no real on-off oh. switch. Okay. So hold on I've... real quick. Uh, Dr. Melina, I don't know if this part was disclosed to you, but um, anytime a time anomaly happened with these devices, I saw myself in an older version. That troubles her for a moment as she thinks about that and says, any idea why? What it meant? It seemed like a message was trying to come through and it just kept repeating and repeating and repeating and there was fuzzy screens. Um, and it felt like at one point, I want to say just before that hurricane hit or maybe during the hurricane, it felt like everything just fell on me. Like there was like a huge earthquake. You start having flashbacks in that particular moment, Dahlia. 
oh man you start it's not it's not it's not going it's not being ripped out of your body and being put into that place again it's just remembering being in those underground tunnels and the thunderous roar of the ground shaking and people screaming um you remember what it felt like it felt like the end of the world it's still it was, vivid in your mind dr Millie, I, I it was an earth-shattering experience literally and there was no saving us you see her slowly glance over to michael yen who has turned a little bit paler as he's listening to this and yen just slowly looks at you dolly and says do you have any idea how old you might have been how many years from now that might have been old enough that my hands are wrinkly And then he glances rather fearfully over at Melina, who she looks visibly shaken by this and just kind of. And slowly sits down into a chair and she looks at you again. Very discerning look on her face as she says, Dahlia, how often do your visions come true? Let me put it scientifically speaking, about 98% of the time. Those of you who haven't caught on, um, you have no idea what it is, but apparently Melina and Michael Yen are speaking a quiet language. Like they have an understanding of this vision. You're, you're also getting the impression, I'm guessing, from Ozzy, who is able to put two and two together. <laughs> as well in fact i don't think it's a big stretch to say that it's entirely possible if any of you above game know what this is it's probably not a stretch to say that in game you're making the assumptions as well we are wildly aware of what bad everyone who lives in the cretaceous like. period knows that there is a six mile diameter rock that is racing towards earth that will trigger an extinction level event of catastrophic proportions that will become one of the most signature moments in the history of the planet. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was about to say this in character. Do you think this has to do with that myth of the big rock up there? There's question as to whether or not it's that much of a myth. As much as a myth as Asterians are? All right. Years ago, when the Sati site was first discovered, the team, the group that stumbled upon it, they discovered that it was indeed an old Sati bunker that had been abandoned or it's hard to tell what happened there but they were able to activate a functional computer interface while inside and retrieve data you see michael yen immediately start leaning forward and says you never told me this she says you'll understand why in a moment but 
the data they uncovered seemed to suggest that the rock, which unfortunately is not a myth, is now projected to miss Earth by about 6,000 kilometers. Michael Yen furrows his brow and says, that's not possible. The event has happened. It, it, it's already happened. You can't change that. You can't, you can't change that. Sure. It exists. We wouldn't be here if it didn't already happen. Well, but that's only predicated on certain conceptions of like how time stuff works and, and presuming certain sorts of circularity and like, Hey, clearly temporal anomalies here on earth can influence physical phenomena. I have a whole bunch of scorched fire stuff from that time terror earlier, proving that it can have a physical effect. What's to say that it couldn't have an effect in the solar system that, that threw off the rock. What's to say it isn't. Melina actually seems to motion towards Ozzy and says, believe me, I've had plenty of time to go through this. And I'm, inclined to side with Ozzy on this. The truth of the matter is, is the event that happened that brought us here, it can be changed. In, in so doing, spawn an alternate timeline. A future for us. You see Yen just take his glasses off and go, I can't believe... <laughs> Why would you keep that a secret? That's... That changes everything. The, the butter, the butterflies don't even have a reason to exist. Like, why would you, why would you keep that a secret? And they would never believe it. Well, they would. No, no, they would think we caused it. They would think it was our fault. Yeah. It would cause them to double down. There's yeah, not a, there's no logic way through that into a peaceful being set in your ways yeah. like that. You're not very, maybe very few would find relief in it, but. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Uh, Putting it in layman's terms, because I'm sorry, I'm not a scientist. I don't understand all those big words that you guys just put there. Alternate timeline, am I seeing myself in a different future? Well, it could be later in our future that is distinct from the one that she came from pointing to Dr. Molina. Maybe it's minute. just a different future. Oh my God. The message that you got. It suddenly has a context to it that I hadn't considered before. Play that message again. Can you play that message again? Clover, you have the device, right? Can you play it? Yep. Yeah, I pull out the device and I play it. Okay. You see a hologram sparkle shimmer as the hard light begins to form the digital image that kind of flickers to life fading in and out do you remember what the message says i don't um, know if i can stop Caitlin, go ahead Caitlin and i have the notes yeah sam was the same was about it. to say it too say yeah, it. yeah 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 you hear that you hear it recycle i have to stop go ahead go ahead i don't know if i can stop them i don't know if i want to if they succeed they saved Silver Creek.
Who's they though? Heavy silence. No one seems to have an answer. Oh. It's just kind of. Yeah, is it the butterfly context? You, you said there was context. Well, just, again. I'm I'm trying to think. Hear me out. And 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 Dr. Molina, I, th I think you know where I'm going with this. I, I don't want to jump to conclusion. This is a huge conclusion to jump to, but that's an incredibly cryptic message. Incomplete. Obviously, we we're, we're doing ourselves a disservice if we assume we know what that means. But I just want to point out that there are two pieces of information that suddenly, like, puzzle pieces are clicking together. Silver Creek has been saved. That message. You just revealed that the asteroid is not going to strike Earth, which defies... I don't know how that's possible. I'm still trying to wrap my head around that. I don't know how you stop a rock that... How we do things here on Earth should not be affecting cosmic events i don't i don't understand stopping it stopping the rock oh. doing it on purpose oh. I'm doing it on purpose not an axe purposefully it, I, oh. I, 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 it's a big conclusion to jump to i'm just saying those two those that's two pieces of information that are saying the same thing suddenly and i don't know how they're related or how it happened i, I don't I, i'm suddenly wrapping my head around the meteor not hitting now that makes more it just not hitting because of a time fluctuation anomaly i couldn't wrap my head around that but someone here knowing about it and deciding they want it to not happen that makes more sense to me but the Doesn't mean that's the correct one but that is information i can wrap my head around tangibly the implications would be incredible it would it would if somebody was capable of manipulating events, it would mean they successfully extinguished the future that we all came from in this timeline and, and created an alternate. Do you, do you see what I mean now, Dahlia? It creates sort of an alternate path that we are now on if that happened. And that would require, I, I don't even know what that would require. I don't know how that would be possible. I look at Ozzy very deeply. <laughs> How much have you learned about your abilities? I don't have, I don't, no, no, no. I, mm -mm. It's not me who caused it. If I'm the one sending the message. I don't think it's anything special about me, but um, could this, be explained by a time machine, for instance. No. You know what? <laughs> I'm headed out. I'm going to this place. I'm sorry. I, we don't have time to sit here and just keep talking about it. Let's just go visit this place. I have a draw to it. Whether or not you believe into my abilities or not, I know I have to be there. Whoever wants to come with me, yeah. awesome. Let's I go. I personally would like to... Um... Yes. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm not scientific like you guys. I can't keep throwing around hypotheses about what if, what if, what if. I know right now I have to be somewhere. 
Melina. Uh, I don't know how to use the tech, maybe. So I'll grab my tools. Melina says, you can't leave now. The storm is still blowing past us. It's still dangerous out there. That's right. I forgot the timeline that we're in. <laughs> I would rather you leave when the sun has set and it's dark out. Wildlife will be scattered because of the storm, so it should be safer to travel. But if you leave during the day, you have a greater chance of being spotted by any lurking butterflies that are waiting for someone to come venturing out. Okay, you... then we leave at night. Zach exhales. You can see the surrender <laughs> as you hear the exhale and go, request permission to visit the armory. Melina just says, talk to Piper. Tell her I said it was fine. Dahlia gives Zach a big old hug and goes, that's the spirit. I don't like this at all. But we yeah, don't... you never like these ideas. It's okay. Um, what happens next, I'm going to above board say this, just for player knowledge, that speaking with Noir tonight, I asked him if I had permission to play Zach and if he had any guidance for me. And he gave me the full go ahead. So the guidance was deep sigh. <laughs> what happens next is Zach glances at everyone and says, I just get angry because I want to protect everyone. That's all. Sometimes that makes me loud. I hope you all know how to handle weapons. And he steps out of the room. I don't, I don't. Turning to Ozzy, I don't. Do you, I, I don't. I, I know. Um, that's that look better to work within your zone of competence, right? Um, yeah. The good news is um, they actually have some of the Sati power rifles on hand. Do you know what that means? And looks at you. Says they have auto targeting. It's actually quite easy. Just yes. Just point and click and the smart device inside the rifle will find your target and shoot. Yeah, not a fan. I actually haven't even gotten to shoot this yet. I pull out my power rifle. Maybe we can uh, do some target practice before we leave. Um, just one other concern. I don't think got, got fully buttoned up before we uh, head out on this excursion, which is if there are Austians and the butterflies you can see through time to us. Uh, we probably don't want to bring that energy to this super secret place with the big revelation about the mm -hmm. thing. Uh, do we need a... A, a diversion? A decoy. Um, yes. Okay. Probably wouldn't hurt anything. All right. Um, I have two questions for the Osteons. Number one, is there anything that, like, muffles your ability to sense these things? Like, a material, an event, a sound, something like that? No. Okay. No. Okay. 
second question is, if everything's lighting up, then you don't see just the one thing lighting up. So maybe in making a decoy, we can have a lot of things giving off that signal to confuse them. So I think I would add, if I'm understanding this correctly, mm -hmm. butterflies are good at tracking. And if they were tracking, that means they may have been tracking Ozzy with the device. Yeah. So maybe if we recreate that situation, that would provide a, a good decoy situation. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not strategic like Zach here, just an idea, but I would feel much better if somebody would go with you, Ozzy, somebody competent who can handle a weapon. I'll go talk to Piper. Uh, I'm gonna go to the door and look back and give Joe a thumbs up and Head okay. on out after Zach. Um, <laughs> when you step outside, uh, the first thing that happens is you are greeted with a, a lovely face full of rain <laughs> that immediately strikes you in the face. Um, you see uh, pools and pools of water, lots of swaying trees, lots of activity out here, lots of wind. It is constantly blowing and swishing things about. Um, it's quite windy out here still. It kind of, it's not, it's not gale force winds at this point, so it's not blowing you over, but it is that kind of where it pushes you a little bit as you're moving. Um, the rain has the rain has slowed enough to the point where with the strong winds, you're just getting an occasional drop, drop in the face kind of deal. But um uh you managed to move your way down the center of the street. Um, you're looking specifically for Piper. You, you know where you're going to find her. She is up on the walls, as usual. Are you looking for Piper? Is that correct? Yeah. Okay. Um, all right. You find... You find... Piper is up on the wall, currently pacing back and forth and talking to a few people. And you get the impression... As you approach, immediately getting the impression, Ozzy, that Piper has probably been told about the butterflies because she has what looks like extra guards up on the wall, currently wearing their ponchos, currently armed to the teeth. It looks like they have weapons at their side and it looks like they have ammo casings and, and power packs that have been like lined up on the other side of the wall in case they need to reload. The the it looks like she has silently put Silver Creek on red alert. So as you approach, um, she's giving an order to somebody to go man the south side of the wall. You come walking up. She stops what she's doing for a second and nods to somebody and strides up to you. Just goes, hey. She is soaked to the bone. Just completely drenched. You got rained on. I got stormed on. And then I got time terrored. <laughs> Thanks for pulling me out of that. You okay? I. She pauses for a second and then looks at you and goes, wait. She puts her hands on your shoulders and looks at you and goes, 
I don't think I am. Um, you you want to sit down, maybe talk it out? Yeah. Glances a little bit to make sure everything's going okay off to the side and takes a seat. She goes, I am. Um, I've been having these. Since the whole thing happened, I've been having these um, these things. The I'm seeing things, echoes of like things that have happened or are about to happen. I think I got dosed pretty good. Seems like there's something about this place, just kind of makes that stuff go wild. I thought you were Joe for a split second. Like I was literally looking at Joe when you walked up to me. I thought you were Joe. And you just changed in front of my eyes. See, no one assumes I'm a smart person like Joe. That's the pretty easy way to to tell the difference. Um, uh, I'm going to just kind of like uh, squat down in front of her sitting. But as I do, just take a peek in okay. my pack and... Um, Vibe check the device is like the, the thing. Yeah. The device seems like it is active. It doesn't look like it is humming with the energy that it normally does, but you can see it has a vibration. You are sensing it. You're not sure if it's actually having a physical effect, but as you glance down, Ozzy, you can definitely see that it is active right now. Okay. I scratch the top of Vern's head while I have my hand in that pack. Okay. Um, but, uh, so I'll take it, Zach told you. About the butterflies? Yeah. What, did he tell you something else? No, I just didn't know you knew about it, but I guess you would have had to have known about it. You see her once again rub her forehead and says, yeah, I know there's butterflies out there. I know he ran into them. I know they tried to kill him. Okay, um, I want to draw them off of here and off of some <clears throat> uh, other other stuff. Uh, They're after the thing I, you brought with you, aren't they? I think so, and okay. I don't want your I know you don't. to get. I know, I know, Ozzy. I know. Listen, listen. I know I don't know you very well. I know I know haven't known you for long, but thing is, is I'm pretty good at reading people. I think you and Joe are all right. And I don't think you're here. I don't think you're being reckless. I think, I think you're two people that need help. And I think Clover's all right too. I just, I don't know what's going on, but it's not necessarily a trial period. They make it sound like there is, but there isn't. People came to Silver Creek. My mom came to Silver Creek because shit down south, people just wanted to live out their lives. And since then, the community's grown because people like you wanted to come find us to live out their lives. As far as I'm concerned, the moment you walked in and proved that you weren't a threat, you're part of the community. So just tell me what you need. I want to draw them off while some other folks uh, go on a trip so that if the butterflies go after anyone, they go after us. And I don't know what I'm doing out there, so I went to the person who does. Do you want to help? 
She nods as she starts thinking about this and says, being very vague about what you need. You want me to draw them off while others go elsewhere? Does that mean? Go out into the wilds um, somewhere. I don't know where yet, just different directions than other people. So if the butterflies are looking at someone, they're like, hey, look at me, look at me. We're like, hey, look at me. I, that was unclear. I'm stressed and it's storming and I'm starting to think maybe I don't like storms too much. What time terrors? <sighs> We're getting yelled at. When do you want to do this? Tonight. Fuck, of course you do. Sorry, did you have plans? All I know is there's some butterflies out there and my place needs to be on the wall. However, I do have someone that knows the terrain pretty well that I can send with you. Not quite the I'm going to regret this. Tara! She gives a call out. Tara, get your ass over here. I need to talk to you. A few moments later, you see Tara come jogging up. Spear in hand. She says, what's up, boss? You have been pretty eager to prove yourself lately. I got a task for you. And it's stupid. And we're going to need you for it. She goes, yeah, what do you need? You want me to go after Stripe again or something? And she goes, no, fuck no, 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 no. I need a decoy. And don't ask me what for. I don't know what the fucking mission is, but apparently it's important. And it, we're going to make you bait for a bunch of butterflies. And you see Tara, she nods and goes, no shit. All right. Yeah. Let's do it. Zach with you on this? Nope. You're in command of this one. Big smile crosses Tara's face. And she goes, yeah. Win. Tonight. Who's my team? As far as I know right now, it's just this one. Points at you, Ozzy. You got a dino? Lift up the little, lit him up pouch. Oh my God, that's so cute. Oh my God. And Tara leans forward and she goes, hi. This is Vern. Vern is friendly. Vern is just woken up from a nap. <laughs> oh my God. I need one of those. I, Vern, <laughs> do you have any friends that need a home? And she like leans down and immediately Piper grabs her by the arm and pulls her up violently. She goes, you could fucking die out there and I need you to fucking focus, okay? And Tara- and say hi later. <clears throat> Tara straightens up, says, no, you don't have any dinos. It's just gonna be the two of you out there. Butterflies do have dinos, two raptors at least. So I need the two of you to be smart and quiet and fast. You can do that, right? Tara's all business now. You see her just kind of, the grin goes away and she nods and she goes, yeah, no, I can do that. Yeah. Fine. I can do that. And Piper leans in, says, I want you and Ozzy to come back alive. 
I don't want to find remains in the tall grass tomorrow afternoon. Do you understand? Yeah, I understand. Yes, boss. All right. Ozzy, I don't know what kind of fighter you are, but we're going to give you a weapon. You can pick whatever you're comfortable with. We don't have a lot. <laughs> All right, what says, Blades, guns, so small, big, what do you want? <laughs> huh? Why don't we start small? Pat, Pat, sleepy for, and uh, I'll I'll follow off to attempt uh, the feudal persuasion check of no, you really don't want me to have this. Okay. Uh, off, off uh, with Tara. Let's do this. Two things. First, I'm going to award everyone an XP. Everyone gain one XP. Second thing is we're going to cut to the scene where everyone is getting together, putting their packs together, getting, grabbing their equipment, making sure their dino friends are ready to go. Um, the wind has died down. It is okay for flyers to take to the air right now. It's still gusting outside, but they can manage it. It's not that big of a deal at this point. Um, it is getting pretty dark out. Knowing that there's so much cloud cover on top of the sun setting means it is going to be pitch black tonight. So, what would you all like to do as you are prepping? Anybody want to do anything specific, or do you just want to say, "I'm just packing up supplies"? You don't. Don't worry. You don't have to get too detailed with this. And you can always spend XPs to do player intrusions, which allow you to alter narrative a little bit. So you can be like, "Oh, I'm going to spend an XP. It's a good thing I brought this rebreather. It's a good mm -hmm. thing I brought this pistol. Things like that, if you need to." Um, so keep that in mind. Um, you don't have to get in the weeds about equipment. Cypher system kind of encourages you to, to have a general idea of what you're carrying so that that can be a thing, but you don't have to worry about like weight capacity or anything like that. Yeah, what's up? What you got, Kayla? Uh, at the end of our, the scene and Molina's uh, place as Ozzy split mm -hmm. off, uh, Joe turns to Dr. Molina and says, um, Dr. Molina, uh, would you allow a minor usage of your facilities, your, your uh, lab facilities, and maybe access to some scrap? What did you have in mind? Decoy. Might as well have a backup. She smirks a little bit and glances over at Michael Yen, and Yen says, it's nice to not be the only one. <laughs> she glances back at you and says, all right, take what you need. Clover, uh, do you want to give me a hand? Sure. Okay. Can I, can I help? Absolutely. Get something done sooner, I guess. Sooner the better. Melina sizes. Why am I the only one always without a job? <laughs> well, do you want to help? <laughs> Have you figured out the difference between the hyperspanner and and the uh, a sonic wrench? Is that a thing that you figured out yet? Because if hyper if so, what and sonic what? this what? Okay, you can be moral support, and I would appreciate that. Okay, okay, we have things to build. Don't blow up my domicile. Melina said, I, it, there, no, no, never. No, I lab, a lab is a sacred place. No, 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 it's tradition. She says that to me all the time. Every time I'll, she's leaving me to it. Yeah, you're fine. I'm going to go lab see Bruno. Sacred place. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I want, I, Joe wants to make a lookalike with the most, like, fill it with garbage, basically. Like, just like things that look like panels or look like whatever and, and we'll seal it shut to the same degree that she you remembers mean, the device being so specifically when you say a, a look-alike are you are you talking about like maybe creating a holographic 
version of she's thinking maybe tinkering something together that looks comparable crafting and building so physical mm -hmm. one yeah yeah i also one. would like to contribute to this by we first of all just to confirm we still don't know which which one they were talking about right which device which device it's okay. true that that's been kind of kept vague okay it, it's not entirely clear which device they're talking about um joe is making the, the assumption that it's the time one being yeah followed. the time the first in one. Okay. First one. to be the second one it would have to be true that not only did the butterflies observe us in the swamp identify the device they would then have to also go back and get some kind of directions as to what to do about it mm -hmm. and then return no to in order to attack and threaten zach all mm -hmm. in the time between uh us going back from the swamp and then zach going out to to let atticus out yeah, and it did so, sound like they were observing us on our journey possible. and so that's something but but yeah, yeah, yeah. it would be a a, a greater okay lift. joe is operating so, okay. the assumption that it's the first one Great. Well, so with that in mind, I would like to contribute to the building of this by giving it some type of energy signal that mimics the, the first. Okay, here's what I'm going to do. And this is one of the reasons why I love Cypher System, because it actually lets me get pretty creative with how to use roles like this. So for crafting, what I'm going to rule is that since you have three level three three characters working on this i'm going to allow you to craft an item that is up to level three for this in order to do that because what i'm basically going to do is if you're crafting a facsimile of that device that you're trying to like fool them with they're going to have to it's going to have to be high enough level that it fools them yes it, like if it was a level one device mm -hmm. and they're a level three npc they're going to know immediately that ain't the what they're looking for however in order to craft a device that is level three, typically that's going to take an entire day to construct. I will allow you to construct it in increments and I'm totally ripping off the traveler system here, but I'm <laughs> going to let you construct in increments faster than that. If you want to work quicker and I'm going to raise the difficulty of building the item. So instead of whatever it entails to get it done by the time we leave. So yeah. instead of taking an entire day, it can take up to an hour if you're willing to increase because you've got three people basically helping you build it. Yeah. So, um, I'm, what I'm going to do then is you take the diff, take the level of the device that you're trying to build, which is a level three device. And I'm going to add an additional level of difficulty to it because that's the increment you're trying to increase it by. So I'm going to say mm -hmm. a level four crafting job here to try to get this mm -hmm. done by the time you guys are done leaving. Okay, cool. That's that's okay. just one of the cool, unique ways you can kind of futz with the leveling system in Cypher to kind of come up with a really cool... It's it's how we came up on the spot with the race and the hawk scene. We just literally <laughs> came up with it on the spot by throwing down some levels and coming up with a cool, like, chase system. So... I love it. Um, so I'm going to say uh, it's a level four. Now, here's the thing, though. I'm not going to let the assists lower the difficulty of this because I'm letting them... They're letting actually, it, yeah. yeah. They're increasing the level. So instead, it's good. you can still do spins, though. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Okay. And um uh, what do you mean by assist? Well, so because because she would have somebody, she would have people assisting, I would treat that as easing of the difficulty target number because you're basically helping out. So 
just because you're helping out, I'm not going to, because you're helping out, I'm allowing the difficulty of the, uh, the level of the item to increase, but I'm not allowing the difficulty to build the item. The, to you're, you're making the time go down, the time to construct right. it go down instead of the difficulty go down. But that being said, Clover has some abilities that will contribute that I will allow. So Clover, you can actually contribute here to helping lower the target difficulty from four while she's okay. building this. So if I remember correctly, you have at least one ability that I know that will help reduce the difficulty of any technical aspects to like using technology, correct? Oh yeah. I mean, I'll just read them all off. Okay. There's a bunch of stuff. Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm trained in physics and electrical engineering. Okay. Um, you basically do what <laughs> Cynthia does in real life, kind of. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> um, and I actually don't think machine interface will really help with this unless you want to like fudge how it works because um, no, machine interface is more, what's that? The electrical interface, what, what I, I love the game what Cynthia does in real life, but Cynthia can't help here. <laughs> 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 Screaming internally. Um, although you can, you can. Um... Would it help to machine interface off my device as uh, a sort of mental blueprint? That could be one way to work it, yeah. I mean, here's the thing, and I encourage you guys to get creative, because in scenes like this where, like, say, Cynthia wants to help but can't, this is where an Osteon, who is somehow connected to the effects that these devices are having, could actually contribute by saying, um... Oh, my God. Uh, oh my God. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, uh, sort of like, don't cut the green wire. <laughs> 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 So if you can come up with creative ways and how you think you can contribute to the construction of this. <laughs> well, um, I, I just read something. That... Oh, yeah. What do you got? What do you got? <laughs> so I, Aliza thinks. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, maybe Clover would think this too, that uh, it might be more, even more effective to have a decoy that is attached to a dinosaur that can attack for you. Would you like that, Ozzy? Would you like an attack dinosaur to be attached to this decoy? Because I have cross wires, which means I have built or otherwise gained access to a remote device that renders one cybernetic or bio-robotic creature within long range unable to function for one round. Alternatively, you can spend an additional intellect point to attempt to affect to cybernetic, oh, sorry, not to control, but you can, you can mess up their dinos and stop their dinos from attacking you. Do they have to be cybernetic to to engage that effect, or is it like oh. one of like a transcranial magnetic stimulation effect? Well, no, it's a cybernetic or bio robotic. So yeah. Okay, so it could impact Atticus, uh, but probably wouldn't impact butterflies because they the don't butterfly. they don't have yeah. their 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 dinos. Um, not gonna lie, I like the idea of spreading the decoy beyond, I don't know, just myself. Uh, uh -huh. The more places their Ostian people could look, the less likely they're looking for the, for the mission in the secret Sadie bunker. Yeah. Okay. Um, if we're getting creative, one cybernetic or robotic creature. 
Yeah, they, they're not going to have cybernetics or bio robots. Um, um, attempt to affect. Sweets. Uh, Eric, would you, could we get creative with the attempt to affect part? Yes. So the first, okay, so the first I'm gonna, part, I'm, part of it is. It's going to be very rare where I tell you no if you're getting creative with how you get a thing done. <laughs> okay. Yeah, fire away. Okay, here's my idea. Here's my idea. So um, we build this. I can I can give it this cross-wires um, flavoring, this, this cross-wires ability where it's a remote device now, and it can either render one cybernetic or bio-robotic creature within long range unable to function for one round. Alternatively, uh, can spend an intellect point to attempt to affect two cybernetic oh, in this way for one round. Ah, okay, if we're getting creative, I, I just would love to be able to say that this remote device can, can broadly protect Ozzy and Tara and more specifically um, stop those dinos. Maybe it's like... Oh, like putting temporal shielding around group going to the bunker so they won't see you're going to the bunker? Are you cybernetic? Is Tara cybernetic? Because you are creatures as well. Am I a creature? Am I a cybernetic creature? Joe! <laughs> I think you're just a creature. Um, hey! I'm not just I anything. Mean, I'm Aussie. If creatures also include humans, then... Yes, I'll allow that. I mean... I'm I'm okay. willing to allow that, yeah. Well, so like maybe okay. an emergency damper mechanism of just like the the device equivalent of shh, shh be quiet, they're going past. Yeah. In case cool. they do get up Sometimes on us, in like a a local sort of um, pass without a, a circuit pass without, trace. Yeah. Yes. Huh. Interesting. So my my brain immediately goes to. You don't have enough information about how this device functions to know how to dampen it. You don't know what kind of energy signals it's putting off or how they're able to detect it. So how would you build an insulator for it? You're kind of throwing a dart and hoping it sticks. If you're trying to build something that creates some kind of like temporal dampening around it, that's super advanced tech. How would you do that? That's uh, it's more electronic though. So we don't have to damper the temporal effect. We could dampen the electronic effect to the signal that yes. it was capable of giving off as a, as a device speaker. So kind of like, sort of like kind of a localized, not a, not exactly an EMP, but so something that would simply essentially dampen the electronic signature of the device itself. Yeah, just, and, just a little nap time. And hoping that that is enough to basically quiet it. Yeah, and we'd then, like to roll for hope, please. I know it's not very much in the spirit of the stream punks, uh, but this is what I would propose to you, sir. A jammer, yeah, okay. Based on that, yes, I would say you can absolutely construct something that might cause it to sort of mute, as it were. And going off the assumption that it's the electronic signature that they can detect, that would be a successful uh, challenge to their ability to track what the device is and where it is. Are you talking about attaching this to a dyno and sending it off into the distance and having them chase after it? Is that kind of what you were suggesting earlier? Because you you made it sound like you were attaching it to a dyno and sending it away. 
I wasn't, but I like the idea too. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought that's what you were saying. And I was like, oh, and that's why I was like, oh, interesting. I think she was reading creatures yeah. and trying to assign it to, oh, okay. creature, to a creature, maybe. I don't, that's how I yeah, interpreted your reading through. The initial idea when I read this was like, oh, we can have a remote control to control a, a creature, to control a dino. I thought you were, okay. I thought you were talking about attaching it to one of the flyers. And sending them off with it to sort of I draw mean, them, draw them awesome. in the opposite direction, and then maybe like dropping it somewhere because the flyers can fly now. I thought that's what you were saying. We, well, I'll do which, whatever you guys want to do. Sam, what do you think? Can I jump in as Your an engineer? I'm sorry. Yes, fine. Jump in. Oh, yes. Please. This is Cynthia's brain. This is not Dahlia, real quick. So if you're trying to do a jammer type thing, it would scramble your signal. It wouldn't necessarily dampen it. If you send it up into the air, you would have to also be careful about environment. So environment would set it off as well. So basically, like if you were to put an electronic device up there, will the moisture in the air actually cause it to short circuit? So you have to think about that. You should probably pull up a schematic real quick to look at the layout of the wiring. And that should be able to help you translate what is going on. And don't cut the black wire because that's your grounding yeah. wire. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> okay, so the notion is because we don't know the signal that uh, is being given off by the device. We don't know frequency or nature of what what the Austins are picking up on rather than try to jam the signal it's giving off we're we're kind of putting a dimmer switch on the electricity that powers the signal provision that's that's work on work on the electrics on the device directly i would love to have a schematic um it was a rush of a time anyway can you That's spend it. an experience point to get the schematic of it and have the time no. to do it? No, we didn't. We didn't grab it. I mean, what? This is. Well, let me make this super easy for you, because this is this is what uh, we're, we're, what I love about this is this is a perfect snapshot of what typically plagues D and D games where you are trying to strategically map it out, and sometimes what happens in D and D parties in particular is. You try to accommodate every contingency to outsmart what the GM might be trying to do to screw you over. <laughs> in this case, yes, as as Ozzy has so much, yes, at dawn we plan. Um, in this case, what I would say is, so long as you come up with an interesting narrative way of executing whatever you want, I'll go along with it. And then it will just simply be whether or not it goes up against the level of their ability to detect it. All I need is something feasible and clever, and we will contest it. So sending it off into, I know, oh, clever. Sending it off on on the pack of uh, a flyer on a pterosaur is totally viable. Um, sending Ozzy away with it to draw them out is totally viable. Whichever one thematically or party-wise or whatever you guys want to do is the right option. It's how do y'all want to do it? How do you see this in the movie that is Legacy of Silver Creek? How do you see this unfolding for these characters? Eric, may I pitch you? Pitch me. Given that it is around 7.30, we can reveal this after we return from break. Somebody's got like cold pizza in the fridge, don't they? All right, let's take a 10-minute <laughs> break. Think about that. We'll be back in 10 minutes, and we'll discover how the party is going to pull this off with butterflies lurking in the tall grass like Pokemon traders. We'll see you guys in 10 minutes. Now, a quick message during the break. To help us continue producing shows like this, consider supporting Alt Haven on Ko-Fi. Your contributions keep the Haven alive. 
And if you're not already part of our vibrant community, join us on Discord. It's the best way to stay updated on upcoming shows and events. Welcome back, everybody. We're going to jump right back into this. So as we left off, you guys were devising the plan. What have you all decided to do? Um, Joe is going to make a just a physical decoy, like a okay. something that resembles close enough to the original. So in case we get stopped, we have right. fake. And so Michael Yen is going to help me with that. And then Clover is going to build a little bit of help for the, the other team. Okay. And Dahlia yeah, is going to be pretty is... with Bruno. <laughs> okay. So then let's do this. I'm going to have a crafting check here. So this is going to be an intellect roll. The difficulty I was going to establish at four. If you don't have Clover helping you with this item in particular, then it's going to stay at four. So you'll need to get a 12 or better. I'm sorry, at a four. Yeah, 12 or better. So it's a difficult mm -hmm. roll to pull this off. Yes. But you'll get it done in about an hour. Perfect. Um, okay. So then on my end, so I have, so four, I have a, oh, my tech kit is an asset. Okay. That drops it down to three. So you need a nine mm -hmm. or better. <laughs> um, I have, this isn't really computer. This is fake stuff. So, oh, I forgot about this. And one of her skills is manual dexterity, like her finesse with small, delicate tinker projects. That would definitely be this. Okay, cool. So that's so, down to two. And then well, I would like to spend an ox point. So, so when it comes to skills, uh, you can only use, you can only use one skill at a time. Yeah. To drop yeah I did. So is, are you not using two skills? No. One asset, one skill. No, oh, an asset. That's yeah. right. Yeah, the tech my, kit. my tech, my tech kit just yeah. lowers it automatically, yeah. and then that's correct. I'm sorry. Yes. So no, no, it's all good. It's all good. So yeah, the so difficulty is two. You need a six or better. And then I want to spend uh, uh, ox crew. Ox an crew ox point. crew points. Yeah. All right. Ox point is spent. This one comes from Aether Spoon. Thank you. One of our biggest supporters, <laughs> who's been supporting us for a while now. Thank you so much, Aether Spoon. Okay, that's so you from. get an automatic lowering. So this is going to drop the difficulty down to one. You need a three or better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 17. 17. So yes. Um, damn, you just shy of a minor effect. But um, yeah. So um, you're not, uh, it's just a quick reiteration so that you were able to put this together in a certain amount of time. You rolled against that difficulty. You're ever you're going to be able to construct this in about forty five minutes or so, with the help of Michael Yen, who is sitting, who is like going over all the electronics with you and just helping you put it together. While for, for, for for clarification, because we said it before, chat the my helper is letting me do this in this amount of time as opposed to lowering the difficulty. Yeah, I only let that the is, helper choose one yeah, or the other because we said that because it would take an entire day to do this yes. normally. The two of you basically put your genius brains together and start working. <laughs> Uh, just so time lower in. instead of yeah. difficult lower. Yeah, yeah. So you both basically went full Tony Stark on this thing and kind of built this in about an hour. You guys managed to put together a tech device that you think can pretty much serve as a good decoy. Um, while that is happening, what has Clover been doing? Clover is creating a device that will help dampen the signal of the actual device. Okay. Which will be with Ozzy and Tara. Okay, so that's going to be a little challenging. Um, I'm going to set the difficulty of that one at four as well. So it's a difficult okay. roll. So that's going to be uh, right off the bat. That's going to be a 12. You're going to need a 12 or higher before you spend or anything else like that. Okay. 
Yep. I have my tech kit. That's going to drop it down by one. So 12 will drop down to demanding, which is a, you need a nine or better. Electrical engineering skill. Okay. That definitely will work here. So that'll drop it down to a six or better. You need a difficulty two roll. And it, since we're getting creative and this came from the crossed wires, may I uh, use crossed wires here as well? What, what does that it's do? It's an intellect spend. So this is the one that inspired this all, which mm -hmm. is um, the remote device uh, that uh, renders one cybernetic or biorobotic creature. But then we were like, is creature the human? Can uh, humans be creatures, et cetera? But yeah. Uh, yes, I think so. I think I'll allow it. It's just an intellect spend, right? Yes. So is it, well, so is it an intellect spend to get an effect? You you spend two uh, points and get a th and a thing happens basically. I sp I spend one point and I've built the device actually. I was gonna say because if you're if it's a spin for an effect, it's not a roll anymore. So if you're using right, yeah. But that then then I am might have to rule against it because that's that skill isn't I spend and build a thing. Do you know what I mean? So it would it would probably have to be a roll, and that would not help you with it. You do have the difficulty has been dropped down to six, though. Yes. Okay. Um, if you want to keep going down further, or spend intellect, or you can just take your chance. Yeah, um, I would like to spend ox crew okay. point. Another ox point is being spent. I'm glad y'all are using those up. This one comes from Breeks. Thank you so much, Breeks. All right. Breeks sends you an aux point, so. Thank you, Breeks. Go ahead and make um, the roll. You need a three or better. Can I just spend effort? Do it, do it, do if it. You, if you spend an effort, that'll drop the difficulty to zero and it automatically succeeds. Yeah. Um, you do, I would like to do that. You do, uh, by the way, just so you know, if you get an auto success on something and don't roll, you still have the option to roll if you want. Um, the reason why you would do that is if you were trying to mine for a major or minor effect, but you always run the risk of a GM intrusion. So keeping that in mind. Right. Um, but yeah. Yeah, no, I just would like to auto succeed. Okay. You just pull a Lacey and do the thing. Um, yeah. Basically, you hit, you hit uh, difficulty zero. So you go to work easily building a device that you know i mean as a butterfly as a former butterfly some of the things that you specialized in doing was creating devices that would disrupt electronic signals so that you could really mess with tech sabotage was kind of why you were trained to do it in the first place masking the entire time it's the reason why you were doing it is because you really needed to learn how to build not necessarily just destroy um you managed to put this together in about the same time frame with about an hour of difficulty four it's going to be about 45 minutes to an hour and you and uh, Joe basically finish your project roughly at the same time. You guys show up and kind of compare. Um, I, I am going to say that um, I'm not going to have this reflected on the character sheet or anything like that, but I'm going to say that the two of you, considering what you just pulled off in a single hour, which would have normally been a day's worth of work, is exhausting. <laughs> So the two of you kind of meeting up again and showing your devices off. Um, the device doesn't necessarily look like the device that you have, but it would require close inspection to be able to tell. Somebody would have to pick it up and look at it to realize it's not what they're looking for. But at 
range, they may not know the difference. Yin just says, this is great. Wow, this is, this is great. Well, hopefully it'll work. Um, well, work has not work. It's inert. It's not, it's garbage. But, you know, maybe it'll fool someone. He activates a hologram on his uh, wrist device and you see what looks like a three-dimensional projection of weather patterns begin to emit from his wrist. He goes, okay, it looks like the storm has moved out of here. Um, yeah, whenever you guys want to go, I guess time is where it is. All right, let's gra grab everybody and see what happens, I guess. <laughs> Hold on, as I um, enable streamer mode. Okay. Um, um, and yeah, just because you asked before, and I don't think we all got to answer about what okay. we were doing besides building these. Yeah, you all convened, um, so now it's putting it, putting it in motion. Mm -hmm. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, definitely want to have brought along some like medical supplies and rations, okay. water, that kind of stuff. My power okay. rifle, and maybe. Uh, a second weapon can i can i get a second weapon you could probably commandeer a second weapon a knife or something um i'm watching an adorable tiny little spider crawl across my webcam i have a name <laughs> just kind of like um anyway um so in which case i would say um yeah i don't think that should be a problem yeah you should be able to you should be able to do that without a problem med kit well med kit will basically uh awards people a free spend on getting back points that you can use um so you can take a med oh, kit great. if you wanted to get a small item they can provide you with uh weapons that are not quote unquote archaic are rare so mm -hmm. having any kind of power rifle or even just like a ballistic gun of some kind is rare here so if you want one of those, that's probably going to be like an XP spend to get your hands on one of those. They have one rifle that they can hand over. It has the auto tracking and targeting that they can hand to anybody who wants it. And basically it functions as a medium weapon that, that automatically treats you as if you were trained in the weapon. So you, um, I already have a power. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, you've got a rifle, right? You've already got a power rifle? Yep. Okay. I'll leave that one to someone else. I was just thinking maybe like a knife, a good knife. Oh, a knife is easy. That's knife, spear, bow and arrow, stuff like that. That's all constructed. Very, um, that kind of stuff is the very Horizon Zero Dawn kind of equipment. That is all available mm -hmm. to you. That sort of tech archaic mixture between uh, those kinds of weapons are available to you guys. Uh, I would love a spear. Okay, I would say that's a medium weapon. Um, so then, okay. uh, yeah, I would say that's going to do. So then treat that as a damage four weapon it's a melee and you can throw it i think the range on that is okay. i think that the short range on that is 10 feet i'll have to double check but yeah don't worry we won't oh, get oh yeah, I believe the what? cypher range is <laughs> yeah the cypher range is yeah what's, what's appropriate i do have an inability with medium and heavy weapons oh okay so something smaller then yeah i'll just get a, a knife yeah <clears throat> you have a knife I have a knife. <laughs> um, okay. GM, if it's at all possible, I'd like to have a scene with Bruno. Yeah. Yes, please. It's been too long since we have met the most important citizen of Silver Creek. I agree. 
The funny thing is, is it has in fact been one week. So go ahead and- um... Ooh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah, uh, also it's been storming. So uh, Dahlia, do you have a shower or a bath that uh, Bruno is hiding in? I just oh, no. want to picture it. Okay. Probably a bath. Let's go oh. for the full comedy. So it just looks like, have you ever seen a dino bird become a fluid? Just like take to the shape of the container they're in. So is it with your hell chicken who has been cruelly abandoned and is cooing to comfort himself. And as you come in, look up. Oh, Bruno. Bruno, come on, get get out, get out of there. I, I, have, I have things to talk about. Actually, can I just climb in there with you? Well, <laughs> which is basically going to form a cuddle pile because there's no room for this dinosaur and you to both be in there comfortably. So cuddle pile time. Yes. Yeah. Dahlia basically like wants to crawl like under a rock, but Bruno, Bruno yeah. will have to suffice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bruno, I feel like I just mess everything up all the time. Like I do not feel helpful to anybody ever. In fact, I feel like I just create more problems than I should. I should just keep my mouth quiet about all of my powers and just like let things happen. Okay, you listen. I I know you listen. I know. I'm just I'm not helpful for the group. Like I should just probably just stay here. Hmm. Bruno doesn't know what you're saying. You're just saying words. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's because you cruelly abandoned Bruno, but Bruno nips you. It might be the bad self-talk. You don't know. But what? 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 Are you hungry? Who am I kidding? You're always hungry. Mm. You're the prettiest. Most mm. fabulous. Most caring. Beautiful dino. Now Mama's saying with the nice, the nice voice, this is, I don't know. Uh, so the long neck will stole over your shoulder a little bit. Thank you. I needed that. I still suck at this whole thing though, honestly. I should just let everybody else go without me. The nice voice stopped, so he presses his head into your shoulder to okay. try to Okay. Okay. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Pretty. Yes. My sweet, sweet Bruno. Mm-hmm. You know what? I think I'm just going to stay right here. This is good. This is good. So yeah, Dahlia doesn't come back necessarily. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Finally, the world is as Bruno wants it. <laughs> about Bruno. <laughs> yes. Everybody, if you didn't know, the show is called All About Bruno. Yeah. Correct. And is Source, a, Bruno. It's completely a sitcom at this point. <laughs> um, all right. So... Uh, is it, does anybody else have anything that they're doing or that they're about to do? No, I just want to go ahead and make my bad ideas before I think too much about the bad ideas I'm about to do. 
<laughs> okay. So um, then the next thing would be getting ready to to actually depart and get ready. The sun is set at this point. It's going to be night out. So um, in which case, everyone's sort of gathering in the center. Uh, the, the settlement of Silver Creek is starting to come to life. People have started coming out of their homes, out of their domiciles to sort of pick up some of the mess as there's lots of debris that has blown around the interiors of Silver Creek within the walls. Um, each of you can see the community seems pretty this seems pretty normal as they're moving about. No one's really noticed the fact that there is a small gathering happening over by Molina's residence where all of you are starting to gather. Um, <clears throat> Zach is quiet and brooding, but is also fully equipped. He has that bizarre device on him that looks like some kind of, it holds like a chainsaw, but what it really is is sort of like this energy projectile spinning, like drill type weapon he's able to wield <laughs> typically used for cutting things including people he doesn't like he has that strapped to him, his side along with some of his other weapons and he's also checking everyone to make sure their weapons are secure like going down the going down the row of soldiers as it were just like checking to make sure that they have all their weapons in their holsters um he stops and has a few words with tara the two of them kind of go back and forth as they chat and she's just nodding as he's saying things and you see him you see him say something to her and she gives this big smile on her face and shoves him hard in his shoulder and kind of gives a laugh and he leans in and says something to her again and she gets very serious the two of them have what looks like a very meaningful conversation and then he pats her on the shoulder and then heads back to you guys um all right everything is in place um, is dahlia here dahlia is not here yeah Clover, yeah, Clover is looking around for Dahlia. Oh, I didn't catch that. What was that? Clover is also looking around for Dahlia. Clover's looking around I'm for Dahlia? Guessing, yeah, okay. Ozzy. Show up yeah, at the restaurant. Uh, should, should we go find Dahlia? I mean, yeah. She said she was coming along, and if she were going to miss out on trouble something really bad would be happening so we got to make sure nothing bad's happening so that okay, she can go get go. in trouble yeah <laughs> okay so we go over to dahlia's okay domicile. so dahlia knock 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 ring ring yes. knock. somebody is at your residence she tries to get up out, but I have a very docile dino like neck on me. Yeah, you've you've got a two hundred pound dinosaur that's kind of like <laughs> rolled up into the into the bath. Yeah, yeah. All right, Bruno, Bruno, I gotta get the door. Let's have you make an animal handling check. It's difficult. Oh to man! Okay. <laughs> um, let's see if Bruno knows to get off of you and uh, let you out of the bathtub. Killing this. Excellent. Always the best stat to fail utterly. So yeah, go ahead and make the roll. It's an intellect check if you do want to spend. But right now you need a nine or better on a d20. Oh, 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 16. Okay. So uh, I leave it to the Bruno player to describe how that's interpreted, but essentially message received. You know what the command is. Um, one eye opens. And Bruno rolls 
over onto his back, draping his neck dramatically over the edge of the tub and, like, letting Dahlia free to go with the understanding that much was asked of him this day. <laughs> so I'll, yeah. I'll give the comedic thing. Dahlia gets up, and you know how you try to, like, get out of a bathtub and your, like, foot, like, misses and you kind of, like, do the, like, weird... <laughs> Yeah, that happens to Dahlia. Um, the head, just the head goes up, like, wait, at the quick, sudden motion. <laughs> sorry, sorry, lay back down. You're, it's fine, it's fine. I'm okay. The, the funny thing about this, too, is, is enough time passes at the door where it's conceivable that everyone starts to get a little worried about Dahlia, who not only didn't show up when you were all getting ready to leave, but hasn't answered the door yet. <laughs> about the time where you're crossing that threshold, um, you can hear someone moving around inside. Yeah, yeah. You one second, I like open the door. Hey, you ready to go? Uh, no. I don't think oh. I'm gonna be particularly useful for you guys. I can barely hold like a weapon. I only use this silly little pistol. You guys are the smart ones. You guys should probably just go without me. Michael Yen kind of fixes his glasses and says, didn't you say that you were supposed to be there, though, when we were talking about the site? Yeah, there's that. Yeah, in the future you message, I feel like you're kind of important for all of this. You're actually the reason we're going. It seems future like you're kind you of central it. to the entire endeavor, actually. Dalia, I mean, yeah. I feel like uh, you're kind of the key to this. Mm. Oh, I just feel weird about it. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going through. You hear Zach just mutter to himself. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. All right, yeah. Give me a second. Um, I got to bring Bruno with me. Is Bruno in there? And Michael Yen kind of leans over. Uh, leaning over, you could probably see in where once again the just just the head drape over the tub. <laughs> yeah, perfect. Dinosaur is liquid. Perfect. Dino liquid. Yeah, a long necked, uh, a long necked, long legged. Uh, is uh, is Bruno feathered? Yeah, I believe so. Yes, yes, beautiful feathers. Beautiful feathers. There was beautiful blue. There was beautiful blue. Yeah. yeah. There's plumage involved. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Excellent. Okay. So, yeah, you see this. It, it, Michael Yin kind of Yin kind of cranes his head a little bit and says, Wow. Huh. I wish I could have the Hatties inside. They don't, uh, they don't do too well indoors. Yeah. Bruno, it's um, Bruno special. Well, um, we're ready to go when you guys are, and um, there's the whole plan to distract the butterflies. Is that set? You guys got that handled? Oh, yes. Oh, we did amazing work. It's fantastic. Joe is, is brilliant. Uh, Clover is brilliant. It went so well. Um, yeah, we're ready to go. All right. Like, Dahlia literally had her bag packed by her mm -hmm. door anyways. Okay. So she just like, right. yoink, <laughs> head wrap. Okay. And like I, whistles to Bruno to come. Do I need to do another animal handling check? Uh, no, I think follow me is fine. Okay. Yeah. After being callously abandoned, Bruno's certainly not going to let that happen again. No. 
it is with Bruno. Now. It is they will stop at, oh, sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say he will stop at the door waiting for the rain bonnet to be put on his oh, head God. again. <laughs> I put the matching rain bonnet on. Um, okay. <laughs> it, what I was going to say is it is worth noting just for player knowledge and audience knowledge that when you rank up, when you actually manage to gain a rank, your difficulty to handle the dinos drops by one. So as, so as you continue to rank up, difficulty three drops down to a standard difficulty of two. Lovely. Yeah. Oh, yes, I so am. good thing to keep in mind too, is y'all continue to power up. Um, okay, so with that, you all manage to gather together and start heading towards the center of town and then down towards the gates. When you arrive at the gate, you can see down there, Piper is already waiting for everybody. She has everyone on alert. You can see people kind of crouched down behind the walls. Um, it is drawing a little, it's causing a little bit of anxiety. You guys can feel a little bit of this energy inside of Silver Creek. If people are starting to notice that Piper has the walls manned, like she's prepping for something. But no one says anything. Everyone just goes about their business. But there is definitely a vibe right now. I would say a, a sort of like an undercurrent of anxiety from a lot of the folks inside the settlement. When you approach the front gate, Piper strides up to all of you and looks directly at you, Ozzy, and just says, Okay, Tara's going to keep you safe out there. Whatever your plan is, though just to ensure that she can keep you safe. I need you to do something that's probably going to be a little uncomfortable. I I don't like singing in public. I'm sorry. That that might be a bridge to Shut not up. where you were going. She rolls her eyes. No, I need you to listen to what she tells you to do, okay? If Tara says run, you run. Whatever Tara says, listen to what she is saying and do it. She knows the grounds around Silver Creek better than just about anyone, except for maybe me and Zach. So listen to what she has to say. Follow her orders when things get heavy. Don't hesitate or second guess. I'm going to tell you right now, somebody who's lived out there in the grasses around Silver Creek, hesitation, really? You're just adding numbers against the equation. When that happens, your odds of survival drop. So just go listen to tara and then i won't have to calculate probabilities thank you very much i am not the one who does the math all right she glances over at joe at that or at uh she glances over at joe at that point and just nods to you says all right everybody whatever the fuck you're doing shrugs good luck we'll watch you from the walls Anybody stupid enough to approach you when you're still within eyesight of us or in range of our weapons will take care of it. Oh, Joe? <laughs> that big, dumb animal of yours has been just lingering around outside. Yeah, he likes to pretend that he's not um, friendly, but uh, he gets lonely, so we'll, we'll get him, out of, we'll get him out, out, out of your hair. She nods, a little bit of a smile on her face, like she doesn't... You're not sure how much of it was actually pissing her off, but she moves over to the gate and she see her pull down this hatch and this you hear this metal cranking sound is this tech. It's a combination of tech and and like modern usage of heavy woods and barriers and whatnot. You could see this cranking mechanism as the gate goes kind of slides open and pulls back as the gates of Silver Creek open up. 
Um, immediately, you see a large trike sitting there. Big triceratops. Hi, buddy. Hi. And she comes in. She'll like pat pat him like on the on like this on like his cheek. Um, he lowers yeah. his head. <laughs> um, real quick, because sweets is usually played by noir. Isn't that right? So um, mm -hmm. I'll go ahead and take over for sweets then. Okay. Um, but yeah, sweets is with you. Okay. Yeah, sweets be with you. Sweets is currently walking along the ground. Do we have Kimmy? Um. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So, but Kimmy would probably be flying because, to be honest, mm -hmm. Kimmy actually takes up a lot of space. <laughs> oh yeah, no, no, she's she's a, she's a above above the. But if you want to take Kimmy up and flying, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Still yeah. a drama queen. Oh, always. Big angry protective pterosaur. Mm -hmm. Okay. With that. Uh, can Ozzy angry, more just like frantic. <laughs> yeah. Can Ozzy just hug Joe really quickly before we go? Thank you. You get like, Ooh. and then uh, she she's not like completely a very like physically affectionate person, but she does like hold on to your arm, but like, like where it's over her, and like gives you like a little squeeze. And goes like has been kind of a little lighthearted this whole time, and kind of just goes, um, be safe, okay? I know we can't predict outcomes, but. Yeah, no. Um, go get lots of good science, uh, and then I'll be alive, and then you can tell me all about the good science, and then I can ask you another question, and then I can ask you another question, and then you can say, shut up, it's time to go to sleep, and then I'll be quiet for like five seconds, and I'll ask you another question, and then I'll probably stop after that, okay? Deal? Deal? Deal. Okay. <sighs> another squeeze. Squeeze. <laughs> okay. All right. And with um, that... GM, yeah. as mm -hmm. we step out the gate, I would like to use seeing the unseen to see if the butterflies are even in range. Ooh, okay. So what does seeing the unseen do specifically? I can automatically perceive creatures and objects that are normally invisible, out of phase, or only partially in this universe. Okay, so not necessarily hidden, just like if they yeah. were invisible or anything mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um it says when looking for things more conventionally hidden, the task is eased. Oh, okay. That's awesome. Thank you for including that, Monty. Yeah, yeah, no, no problem. That makes sense. Um, okay. Um, okay, wait. Read that to me again. You can automatically perceive creatures and objects that are normally invisible, out of phase, or only partially in this universe. When looking for things more conventionally hidden, the task is eased. Okay. Everyone starts stepping out of the gates. As this happens, Dahlia, you decide to tap into that sense that you've used so many times to try to sense out possible dangers that might be lurking. Your eyes begin to gloss over for a second. And to anybody who would be watching you, your eyes almost emit a faint glow in the dark and roll back into your head for a second as you start tapping into a sensory perception that most people will never understand. You don't immediately sense anybody lurking in the woods. However, glowing, it's, it's the casing itself, the form itself, two devices are visible to you as partially out of phase with this universe. 
device you discovered and the device that is currently in the pack with uh mm -hmm. wait ozzy you have it right the actual device or you don't have it yeah uh it didn't seem like i should leave it behind okay uh, cool. so you've got it then basically you become immediately aware of both of them um as that sense takes over and your in perceptions are immediately drawn to it because this is the first time you've used this ability around these two devices and you turn and move towards them, you begin to see a in your vision, it almost seems like the devices themselves are tethered to some kind of unseen force. Like there are strings or, or glowing lines that are attached to them, but they spin out. Um, it causes you to sort of lose a little bit of equilibrium and as you take a single step back your eyes are immediately drawn up to the skies above which to everybody else are completely cloudy it is an absolutely starless night because you guys are underneath storm cloud cover in the middle of the night so it is as dark as it can get right now you see an open sky of stars and swirling clouds dark purple maelstrom of like nebula starting to twist and churn and you see what looks like some kind of atmospheric disturbance that for a brief second feels like you're gazing into infinity you feel like you're you're being pulled into it like you're falling away from the world itself and for a brief moment you almost feel like your feet are leaving the ground and you can hear noises that simply there are no sounds there are no ways to truly describe them more like vibrations and then you snap out of it in a split second When you do, you're going to see everyone staring at you because what they witnessed was each one of you saw Dahlia step out and take a moment to just like glance up at the sky and then their body stiffened up and this purplish dark hued aura began to emanate from them for a moment and space around them began to slowly warp for a second before bending like light warping around them like gravitational lensing, and then it corrected itself. Wow. I told you I'm not helpful in this situation, but that there's no butterflies out at least. Um, when you say it that casually, Dr. Yin's staring at you, mouth agape, just. What? What was that? What was what? You didn't, what did you do just now? I was looking to see if anybody was hidden somewhere. Oh, okay. The, devi the device is lit up. Did you guys not see that? Are the devices lit up? No, it's just in my bag. They're like, they're, they're linked. Like they're linked to like all of this. Okay, well, let me tell you what I saw. <laughs> I, I saw, and he goes into a full detail of the effect that everybody witnessed just now, of you kind of for a brief moment stiffening up and that glow, the warping. Has that ever happened to you before? No. At least I, when I use this, I don't really do it around people. So I don't, maybe, I, I don't know. Huh, okay. 
but no one really ever believes me about the stuff that I end up seeing, and I just probably sound like a crazy person. Uh, uh, no, I think Osteons by default kind of do things that we don't fully understand. So I'm deeply curious in your experiences. I have a whole journal of, I have a whole like. Really? Would you be comfortable sharing that with me? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Somebody can tell me that I'm not losing it. Oh, well, great. This is even more of an incentive to come back alive. That's wonderful. I, I didn't need any more, but I'll take it. Great. Yeah. So, okay. Um, Ozzy, be careful with that thing. That's the plan. GM, so mm -hmm. am I to believe that these particular devices are kind of out, out of their time, essentially? So as somebody who can perceive the way you just perceived, the truth is, is that the only way you would experience what you just experienced with those devices is if they were partially out of alignment with this universe which would suggest that they are not from around here. I relayed that information back. So I, I mm. hell of a thing to bring up when we're about to head out. You hear Zach mutter to himself as he looks around at everybody a little confused as to what have happened next. Um, Dr. Yen looks like he's at a loss for words. He's like, I, I, I don't know what that means. I, I mean, it, it could have something to Okay, so we're getting into metaphysics here. Like it could have something to do with with space time and maybe being maybe they're from another timeline. Well, we have been talking about time. splitting of timelines, offshoots of that nature. Which begs what the question, the are does that mean so so then that begs the question, does that mean they're from the same universe? I mean, technically they would have to be if they were gonna if it was an alternate timeline, we have to we wouldn't. It should not be interrelated. But then people also didn't think gravity and time were related, and it turns out they are. <laughs> um, I, 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 we need to get to this. We need to get to the, we need to figure this out. <laughs> this is a lot. I don't know how to, I don't know how to chew on this. I just softly catch eyes with Zach uh, to see if he now realizes what his road trip conversations are gonna, about to sound like. Um, How resigned to his yeah. fate is he on a scale of one to sixty-nine? <laughs> Looking for some levity in Zach. Zach looks like he is. When you look at Zach in this particular moment, in this twilight hour, as y'all are all heading out of the gates, it finally you can finally really see it and work at work because in this particular moment of conversation, Zach clearly doesn't think anybody's looking at him. So what you see, Ozzy, is someone who is containing their deep anxiety. Someone who is using that anxiety to reinforce. They're turning their fear. He's turning his fear into something to make his senses sharp and to make him on a hair trigger. Anybody comes near. It's that strange space between fear and rage is where he's kind of balanced right now. So he's just looking around. When he catches you looking at him, finally, he just nods, completely missing what you're communicating and starts heading out in the direction of the Red Jaw Wilds. He says, come on. We've only got so, many, so much time to travel. If we're going to do it quietly, it's going to eat up all this time. Be safe. 
Hey, he says it again as he stops and looks back at you, Ozzy, and goes, be safe. Make sure you get Tara back alive. See, She's I'm in charge of you. I know it sounds like you're babysitting me and I'm totally incompetent in the wilds, but in fact, point back. She rolls her eyes and says, come on, let's go. Let's go be bait. <laughs> and with that, the two parties branch away in the middle of the night. One I will clam clamber up onto Atticus, and Atticus can take two. So if there's another individual who would like to also mm. ride, we have we are suited up for double, double piggyback, double Atticus back ride. Everyone's I feel back. like if I left Bruno, he uh, they would be very upset. Um, by the way, as y'all are 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 gearing up to go, you see a large figure emerging from uh, the tree lines, the scattered trees that are around Silver Creek, just kind of lumbering over as it comes towards. And Yen goes, there, <laughs> there you are. Okay. Oh, everyone, this is Tippy. Tippy is my Hadrosaur. Don't call them a Hadrosaur. It's Hadrosaur, but Hadro has always cracked me up. I used to call him that when I was a little boy and I couldn't pronounce it properly. They used to make fun of me like it was a water dinosaur. It'd be not the same thing, but. You get the you get, you get the joke. Anyway, this is this is Tippy. You see this thirty foot hadrosaur, duck billed dinosaur, come lumbering up and stop. Power, big, thick, powerful, long tail. Anybody who knows anything about dinosaurs, like Zach, for example, knows that that tail is capable of killing a full grown T Rex if it is swung at it. It is a weapon onto itself. That is a multi ton tail used to protect itself. These things are slow, but they are quite capable. Um, so question. Yeah. Is Atticus bigger or smaller? Atticus, Atticus, the top of his crest is about 10 feet tall. Yeah. The hadrosaur is 30 feet long and stands about 15 feet, 14 to 15 feet. So it's about the okay. same size as a T-Rex. You, you see Atticus puff up, like try to be bigger. Um, Which is easy because as you do that, you hear this from the hadrosaur as it kind of leans down and Michael Yin goes oh, sh, 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 sh. there you go and you see him take two <laughs> hands and rub up and down that giant duck bill just kind of like hey, there you go. you're okay All right. I, I do have numbers Atticus is 30 feet long from oh, it's about the, same the, the horns to the tip of the tail um, about just shy of 10 feet tall um, and weighs about 13 tons oh I'm correction hadrosaurs were about 25 feet long it stood about 10 feet tall. So I have it. I'm mixing about up the here. same size. Here's a subspecies of hadrosaur that was uh, discovered in China that uh, grew up to about, grew up to 30 feet long and were as tall as T-Rexes. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, is Yen's bigger than, you know, like Yen's yeah. could be a big division. He climbs up onto the back of Tippy and Tippy immediately just kind of leans up. And you see there's a harness on there that allows Yen to basically lean up against him as this cool. dinosaur just walks forward on its hind legs. Atticus just lets out a gruff. <laughs> and like um, when, when Atticus out. does that, you see Tippy immediately take us just going to just step to the side. Oops. <laughs> blinked out of existence again. Um, Atticus huffs and Tippy blinks out of existence. Yeah, um, but you you watch uh, as this happens. It you get the impression the moment Atticus does this, there is an animalistic response 
to get out of the trike's way. <laughs> so the moment Atticus is sleepy, he just he just walked 400 miles and then was in a hurricane <laughs> and then came back and then had to leave again. Atticus is a, had a rough one. He's grumpy. <laughs> He's grumpy. He is very grumpy. Yep. But you see, Atticus just starts walking though, like not yeah. necessarily oh, yeah. waiting for anyone because it takes a long time to get momentum going. Yeah, the hadrosaur. Oh, uh, Joe Joe will like hold her hand down towards Clover, like as we start moving, like a you want to hop up kind of emotion. Yeah, she'll take your hand and hop up. There's like low. There's like so so Atticus has like kind of like basically like this kind of leather sort of seat deal, um, and then he's got his. A dino bag so i have that that was one of my uh, expensive items was the dino bag uh but along the straps that that hold this kind of like seated area it's almost like a like a ladder of stirrups so like joe will basically get she can't pull you up she's not that strong but like she can like hold you steady enough so you can grab the the stirrups and like pull yourself up and over mm -hmm. <laughs> cool. um you uh... <laughs> Jake, don't don't let me forget. We're gonna name this episode the Midnight Dino Riders. <laughs> um, all right. So you all managed to saddle up and start heading off in the opposite directions. The only people that are not mounted on dinosaurs are the two that are trying to lay low, <laughs> the two that don't have dinos at their command. Um, the rest of you all begin heading out. These large dinos, and and again, Tippy. Even though Tippy is very large, um, hadrosaurs like most like most I, I i absolutely treat trikes like the big angry rhinos of the cretaceous period you just stay out of their damn way just like hippos you just stay out of their damn way <laughs> um it's just better that way and most animals know that yeah, so we didn't so like as at any time any time atticus exhibits any kind of irritation impatience you watch the hadrosaur just take as as the hattie is walking tippy will just take one step to the right as they're walking just to move a little further away from atticus <laughs> just so i will say some animal animal behavior that i've seen and i feel like atticus would do this anytime tippy gets into the lane you just see atticus just like move his head like almost like bump oh yeah like, Total out of the way. behavior yeah yeah, yeah he's got <laughs> his his like 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 front tusks are, are pretty pretty long and big. One of them has like a has like a two or three inches off the top, kind of gone. But he can kind of easily like like bump, <laughs> like uh 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 forklift get out of the way. <laughs> awesome. Um. So, um, what was that fun fact that we learned that Triceratops horns were actually made out of keratin, which is the same substance as human fingernails. Kind of cool. Um, all right. So you guys move off. Um, we're going to start this last part here with just setting it up as you guys travel into the evening. It is going to be a stressful journey to be sure, because first of all, you're not able to move that fast as you move towards the Red Jaw Wilds. And you're causing a bit of... It's impossible to be quiet with Atticus and Tippy. It's impossible. You also have the one good thing you've got going for you, though, is the pterosaurs that are flying up overhead because Clover can give you all with the ability to see what Sweets is seeing. Clover has basically got aerial drone footage playing at all times. So um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to have that neutralize one of the difficulty levels of keeping an eye out. 
because it's it because it is nighttime it is actually increases the difficulty of spotting things by uh oh i think it's i wanted to say two but i actually think it's three so let me double check that um oops hello darkness my own friend i think it recommends here we go um it says environmental yeah um Common effect difficulty of darkness. Um, why don't we say actually we could just we could just rule right now based off of visibility. Um I'll say two for now. We'll keep it two. Because darkness is an area with no moonlight, with no moonlight targets could such oh wow, never mind two and it's two. Oh my goodness. Yeah, the fight rules are intense. Oh my goodness. Uh yeah, darkness is an area with no illumination at all, such as a moonless night or cloud cover or a room with no lights, darkness and complete blah blah blah. To get an idea of where an opponent might be, attacks against such targets are hindered by four steps. So that goes for everybody though. Mm. That means if the butterflies unless they've got the ability to night vision, they're going to be at the same penalties as you. So, in this case, um in this case, because of your aerial view, I'm going to rule that you are going to only be hindered by uh, three. We do also have Kimmy, who is your companion, alerts you to the slightest signs of danger. So you know what? That we got aerial view. You got that, and I'm going to permit Dahlia's presence because Dahlia is already using her Kids. abilities to keep sight yeah. out. So I'm going to say you guys are only at a difficulty two. At a difficulty increased okay. by two. So if yeah. uh, whatever you are trying to perceive is just going to get at plus two difficulty that you can kind of fight down. Um, nice. While that's happening, though, uh, on the other side, we're going to start with we're going to start with Ozzy real quick because the two of you are able to move pretty quick compared right. to the other group. The other group is moving on Dino back, but the Dinos are quite big and heavy, and they're moving at their own pace. You guys are staying low and quiet, and you've got the thing on them. Um, we're going to cut to about an hour or so outside of Silver Creek. Um, you haven't said much to each other. Wisely have been keeping quiet this whole time. But at one point, it, it is... I'll go ahead and map this out for you, Ozzy. It's not fun. The tall grass here is still soaking wet and you're walking through mud. I don't want to be here. Um, it's not... Um, you hear at one point, Tara says, if we stay to the south, we can avoid mosquitoes. I would like that, please. Me too, since they flock in swarms of thousands. I would really like that, please. She nods. I've heard terrible stories, you know. Terrible Which stories. One? Do they really carry off children? No, but they can kill you. Well, yeah, I mean, it's outside. Everything can kill you. She nods and says, you know, if you ever want to and doing what I do, just let me know. Sounds like you've already got the basics down. Uh, a healthy respect for the terror of nature uh, probably only gets me so far. Like, I think you can use weapons and stuff. Be surprised um, how far that'll get you, though. I, I guess I would be surprised. So, where, where exactly are we heading? Because I didn't have any particular agenda about direction and i figured you with your expertise in the outdoors and knowledge of where the mosquito swarms that'll murder me are could we're maybe guide us to that effect we're gonna cross the river 
okay. we get to the other side of the river, we're going to start heading southeast. southeast. We're going to avoid grass trees. Did I tell you about grass trees? Um, they're grass, but also they're trees. They're grass. Really, I wasn't told, but it sounds cool. We call it grass trees because it's a field of tall grass that usually grows up to about six feet. The one with the raptors. That's right. She nods. <laughs> raptors like hunting in grass trees, so we're going to stay Michael away. Michael told me about this. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't want to get hunted. She pauses suddenly. Goes, wait, wait. Stops. And then motions you to get low. The two of you squat down. She hovers there for a moment, just starts listening. Um, if you would like to make a perception check. Um, I would like to make a perception check. Um, Vern, am I wrong? Oh, uh, you're also good at tracking and sneaking. And I feel like perception might also be on that list. Is I that believe correct? so too. Let me open it up. Uh, trained in sneaking, hiding, finding, and tracking. Finding sounds like a thing. Finding. Or or sneaking and hiding. What's sneaking versus hiding? It doesn't matter right now. Uh, oh, specialized in perception. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, sneaking, hiding, finding, tracking, specialized in perception, and initiative, and speed defense. Yes. No Amazing. One, no okay. One the burn. the burn is precious. I can also be a distraction. Yes. <laughs> we all are here, baby. Um, what's the difficulty? Uh, difficulty is four. Oh, F butts. <laughs> Pardon my language. Um, um, <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. As Sam tries to on their way through this. <laughs> nope. No, no. Even less so. Because this is this sounds like it's noticing dangers. It is noticing dangers. That would be a difficulty five for you, boy. <laughs> ah, excellent. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna ease it by one because you do have Tara with you. I do. Yeah. Um. So you need a twelve or better. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna spend an intellect point uh to bring it down by one more. Okay. So then you need okay. So that's gonna bring it down to you need a nine or better. Yep, that's, Dude, that's sorry. as far as we're going. Can y'all hear me? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can hear you. Can y'all hear me? Yes? Okay. Huh? Sorry, I had scramblies for like a minute. Um, no worries. So I couldn't really hear anything y'all were saying. But did Vern help ease that uh, difficulty at all? Uh, I think Vern makes their own check now. Or I make a Vern check for Vern to make a check. Oh, okay. Uh, typically, dinos assist when it comes to the stuff like this, but yes, you can. Okay. Does Does Vern have any ability to assist here? Does Vern not have any abilities here that help? I mean, it's the specialization in perception, I imagine. And that gives you a perception. That gives you a specialization yeah. in perception. So, Sam, okay. that goes to you. Great. Okay, so then that. Oh, okay, that makes a big difference, Vern. Oh my gosh, yes. thank you. You're such a That's good why dino pets are vital in predation because they basically gives you enhanced abilities. And because this one's fuzzy. Yeah. The way it manifests is, is you getting that specialization skill manifests as Vern reacting and then you being alerted. Yeah. So I don't notice danger, but I do notice Vern. Yes. Um, because if I, because I have an inability, uh, which subtracts uh, one 
stack of whatever or adds a stack, however you want to think uh -huh. of it. Right. Uh, but Vern is two stacks of bonus, putting us at net plus one, right? Um, for, or minus one, or again, however you want to think about it. Uh, and then I spent another stack, which means had I not had Vern, this six would be a failure. But it's a six. It's a success now. Okay. So thank you, Vern. Would never have gotten out without you. You're such a baby. Oh my gosh, we're going to get so many treats. We're going to be a sphere. I'm going to feed you so many treats. <laughs> so the two, of you are crouched, the two of you are crouched low, and you see Tara's just keeping an ear out, listening carefully. And after a long moment, she goes, could have sworn I... And then everyone freezes in that particular moment as you hear what sounds like a breathy baritone sounding purring noise it's like deep and you see recognition on tara's face as her eyes widen she slowly reaches to her belt and she nods to you as you see her start drawing a weapon and she pulls what looks like a long wicked looking dagger out of her belt um and she stays very still for a few moments. You're going to get initiative because you perceived it. So roll initiative, please. The difficulty of the initiative roll is, and you're going to get an easement on the difficulty as well because you've got Tara with you. Once again, coming and to play here. Vern. And Vern. Mm -hmm. Vern right. specialized here too. That's right. Vern is specialized, yeah. Vern is so good. <laughs> yep. Vern is definitely coming in handy right now. Um, oh, okay. yeah. So that is going to be... Um, Most vernable player. <laughs> Wait, what was that? <laughs> Most vernable player. <laughs> vernable. <laughs> okay. Most vern um, pet. True. Um, 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 <laughs> there we go. Okay, cool. Uh, okay. The difficulty initiative roll is three. Okay. You need a nine or a better, but Vern eases that by one. Two. Two? Oh. Specialized Vern. Oh. Okay. So three. Vern of the alertness. So you need a three or better on this initiative check. Okay. Wait. Was the initiative four? Oh, I'm sorry. No, it was three. You eased it by okay. two, so the difficulty becomes one. Okay. But then yes. you said you Tara gave you an asset. Tara. Didn't you say Tara yeah, gave them an asset? Oh, and Tara gives you. That's right. You guys are going to auto win the initiative. Okay. That's right. Because Tara yeah. also eases it one. Okay. So the two raptors that burst from the uh, the grass that are about 30 feet away or so, um, they don't surprise you. you. In fact, you're ready for them. And whirl in that direction when you see them dashing towards you. You do see um, two people riding on top of the raptors as they come dashing at you at full speed. Um, you cannot get a good sense of who or what they are. You know they're humanoids. And ju ju judging from how they're decked out, um, they seem to be probably like the butterflies that were described. They come lunging towards you. Now, I do want to go ahead and give you this much because as residents of the Cretaceous period, you would know this. Raptors are not going to suffer anywhere near the amount of penalties of this darkness for attacks on you guys. Um, they are only, their difficulty is only one, increased by one. Um, fun fact is raptors have some of the largest eyes for dinos out there specifically because of night hunting. Um, they get good at it. So these these dinos, they're not the largest eyes. The largest eyes go to T-Rex. Terrifying! Um, and yet not bigger than their stomach. Funny, that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
They come lunging out of the dark. They are rush, rushing towards you guys. You get first go. They're going to close the distance on this turn of combat. What would you guys like to do? You get to go first. They're 30 feet away right now, charging in. So they're about short range. Okay. Need a short range. I was given explicit instructions by like half of your town that no one here is going to die. And so you're not going to get injured. You're going to attack with like really fearsome attacking. And no one is going to hit you or get you at all. You've got this. And I also exist. I'm going to activate encouragement uh, to modify speed defense tasks uh, by okay. one step. Okay, awesome. That is definitely going to come in handy. She is going to take her action um, because you guys want initiative. You see, Tara seems to be somebody uh, who has a lot of tricks up her sleeve because uh, literally as you activate that action, you hear her say, we can't outrun those. And she pulls up her sleeve. You see, she has what looks like this metal bracer on that has what looks like glowing uh, interface of some kind, some kind of tech device. And she goes, cover your ears. And then slaps this button. <laughs> you immediately cover <laughs> okay so good news the good news is your adorable mammal is not going to suffer the effects of this incredibly difficult to uh this this sonic weapon that immediately emit, emits sound um however you and tara both <laughs> are now going to have to make a roll um this is going to be a strength check and the difficulty of this check is five Tara is automatically going to fail it because she, she can't pass that at her level. Um, okay. Um, how do y'all feel Ox about I realize we're still not Absolutely. statistically favorable, but you can uh, use an ox point. yeah. Okay. So that gets us down to a big old 12. Okay. So Rogan, thank you so much for that ox point. Um, so that's going to lower it down to four before you spend anything. Oh, wait, it's not particular to any particular sort of defense task. So actually encouragement, uh, but it's just to allies. It's not to self. That that seems reasonable. Mm -hmm. um, unless we believe in positive self-talk. Anyway, I'm rolling my die now. Okay, cool. 14. Holy <laughs> butts. Okay. So um, you're not going to, so first of all, you're not going to take any. Less than positive self-talk for everybody. <laughs> Sonic weapon is not going to do any damage to you. However, for one turn, you are going to be considered hail. So um, it's only in effect. So um, uh, if to give you a quick, to give you a, I'm sorry, impaired, you're going to be considered impaired for one round. So to give you an idea of what that is, um, if you hit zero at any stat pool, you would be considered impaired, in which case all of your effort costs one extra for the next round. And rolls of 17 plus only just do one extra damage, and you cannot do any major or minor effects if you roll a 20. Oh, no. All so of it's not a, I'm not it's not a big things. deal. But you see, as moment you hear this shrieking <laughs> sonic pulse emit, um, none of the raptors can save versus that level of an attack, and they all shriek and buck. And as they do, the two riders go sailing end over end off the top. The one on the right that was looking like that she was coming in for the kill goes hurling straight into the mud because she apparently didn't do so well on stopping that and goes sliding to a stop face down. The one to the left, though, skillfully and artfully rolls to the ground and takes a couple of steps and uses a tree to stop his momentum, almost crashing into it. Um, the raptors, however, shriek 
and begin to immediately withdraw, like running off in opposite directions. Tara grabs her head and starts screaming and drops to the ground as her cipher runs its course for this entire round. You get to act. So you have an action here. Um, you did your encouragement. Next round, you're the only one that's going to get to take an action. And the Raptors are using their action to flee. <laughs> so they're going to run to long range as this sonic pulse emits. What would you like to do? All right. Um, you know, uh, these these skills are delightfully cheap when you have some edge. Um, by cheap, I mean free. So I'm going to this round drop encouragement. Okay. Um, and since one of them went into the mud, I'm going to let Tara address that. And I'm going to catch eyes with the one who skillfully did the did the role of of coolness mm -hmm. and i don't know who you are i don't know why you're attacking me in the middle of nowhere but uh well i suppose it's probably a little late to ask you to not politely it's never really too late uh but the point being i think you and i have a mutual acquaintance and i really wonder what she would think if you right now and i'm using enthrall <laughs> okay what is that going to do specifically mm -hmm. While talking, you grab and keep another creature's attention, even if they can't understand you. For as long as you do nothing but speak, can't even move, the other creature takes no actions other than to defend itself, even over multiple rounds. Okay. If the creature's attacked, the effect ends. So if, if Terra focuses down the one with the face in the mud, I can at least lock down the other yeah. guy, as long as I keep talking. Next round, Tara's going to leap up, charge over to the one that's laying face down in the mud as she's getting up, leap onto her back, and shove her face back into the mud and try to kill her. <laughs> she's gone full primal. So Tara's like struggling to get up. You start talking to this guy, and curiously enough, as you do, you see him push back up off the tree and start listening to you. His darkened form, you basically catch a bit of an outline of him. Um, what What is this? So does he does he get a roll? Does he you just do it? Uh, the, the penalty is I can't do anything else. I see. So, so I'm locked down, him. but so is he. And like any charm person sort of effect, if attacked, uh. it ends. So it's, it's basically just crowd control to focus down, like okay. the number of people who might be hostile at any given time. It's a good, like boss lockdown kind of tool, but here there's um, two people. So that works out. Okay. He, he, as he's listening to you, see him push himself up off the tree. You can catch like the outlines of his face, but as he's catching his breath, he's listening to you. And as you're talking, you just see him go <laughs> kind of laugh a little bit as he's leaning up against this tree, as you're talking and he stays there listening to you kind of squinting as you're just going on and on and on and yeah, on. No, that's really fair. I have that effect on a lot of people. By the way, my name is Ozzy. Um, <laughs> I have a little animal you're friend. filibustering nice the entire combat round. Yes. <laughs> this reminds me something of the set tight ability in Vampire the Masquerade, where as long as you keep staring at them, they can't do anything. <laughs> They're just kind of locked in and can't move. Um, okay. While this is happening, off in the direction of the Red Jaw Wilds, you are all approaching the tree lines at this point. It's a little past an hour or so of travel. Um, at one point, Yin whispers down, I wonder how the others are doing. And Zach goes, shh. As everyone continues to move, um, the only noise is really is just the big sounds that the dinos are making. Dahlia, um, there is this urge in you. You can't, none of the others would understand it, but there's just this urgency, this feeling. We need to get there faster. 
um, there's a clock ticking and you can't explain it but you need to get there faster than where how you guys are moving shoot um i'm gonna climb on to uh bruno which is always the the awkward mount as per usual um okay. and i'm just gonna look back at the group and go i need to hurry up and i'm gonna take off with bruno Okay. Uh, roll an animal check here. Oh, that's animal. oh oh oh. Okay, and okay, she's gone. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Difficulty is three. So Maybe that's a nine or better. A, I got a fifteen. A fifteen. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Bruno. She wants you to uh, go. She wants you to fast. That's good because she's on top of me, and I want to run away from my own butt now. Okay. <laughs> um. Yeah. That's a fast dino. Even even though not built necessarily to comfortably ride, Bruno takes off easily, suddenly out of nowhere, and you hear Zach go, "Wait, Dahlia, what the fuck?" And then stops as you bolt off into the darkness. And he goes, "Son of a bitch, we need to go." Uh, um, Clover will will give a signal, I guess some type of whistle or something, or follow. Okay, cool. Um, Sweet. I'm gonna. Uh, because uh, because I can, I'm going to GM intrusion in this last scene, and uh, and it's going to be on you, Clover. Would you like to accept it? Yeah. Okay. Make me a perception check, please. And you're basically looking through the eyes of sweets right now. Okay. Um, difficulty or uh, difficulty roll? is who? Because it's dark. So three. Um, this is going to be a rough one. Uh, uh, yeah, the difficulty of this is probably going to start at seven. How many ox points can we stack? Um, you guys still have, you do have an ox point. Yes, you have, uh, you've got a couple left here. And we, can you stack, can we stack them on multiple in one roll? Yeah, you can only spend one ox crew. One time, yeah. That's okay. I think, I think I can use them somewhere. Okay, so ox crew point. An ox point will drop it. This is from Kato. Thank you, Kato. We Thank missed you. you. Um, this will drop it down to six. Okay. So you need an 18 or better. <laughs> okay. And then uh, Sheets actually gives me um, an asset on all perception tasks. So it drops it down to five. Nice. That's an asset okay. you've used. Mm -hmm. So if you have anything and then, else, you have a skill or anything like that. Um, that's already done. Bird's eye is already activated. Um, you know what? But I did promise you that I was going to give you an automatic easement because of oh. the altitude. So I'll let it ease one that's more time. Good. Okay. So that'll so drop it down three. to a difficulty four. So you need a 12 or better now. Or I wait, would love five, to. So be 15 or better. Okay. Uh, you said it's, it was starting at seven. It started at seven. Yeah. Then you used okay. an ox crew point seven. and then sweets eased it down to five. Oh, that's right. Now I had it right. So it's four. So you need a 12 or better. Four. And then I would love to spend uh, an F a level of effort. Okay. I have already upped that, so uh, uh, I only so spend, spend a level of effort. Yeah. Drops it down to three. You need a nine or better. Okay, I will roll with that. You have done <laughs> all that you can do. Roll that d twenty. Mother. Roll the five. Can I get? Can I give you one of my XPs for a reroll, or is, is that not? Can I? Can you spend an extra point on a reroll? You can do that. Can you're allowed to do that. Um, you're allowed to do that once. Once, yeah. Once per session, can, you're allowed do, to do it. 
Do oh, all the true. things still apply? It's a, no, no, no. You don't have to spend again. You just re-roll the die. Okay. Yeah, that would be right, brutal. I'm re-rolling. I'll spend mine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. So just need a 12 or better. Come on. 20. Let's go. <laughs> wow. Let's go. <sighs> Final roll of the game. Let's go. Let's party. Um. Okay. Not 20. That is a major effect. And it's actually keep make note of this because because it's a mat 20, this is going to give you advantage when things happen next game. You guys charge off after Dahlia. Running dinosaur making a lot of noise as you guys are charging to the red jaw wild. So you guys are heading towards the tree line, moving towards the forbidden rocks. And as you were riding on the back of, of Atticus right now, because that's where Dahlia, that's I believe that's where Clover is, right? Is on the back of Atticus? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's Atticus kind of thumping heavily through the grass. Um, you gaze through the goggles just to get an idea. If see if you could spot Dahlia where she's going. You already know what her destination is, but you want to see if you can find out um, if you can track like how far ahead of you she is. What catches your eye is something very large moving in the tree line. It seems to have been startled by the sudden movement of your little caravan. These large Dinosaurs charging through the tree lines. Something on two legs that stands quite large has reacted suddenly, like it's noticed you guys as you all begin charging off. Um, you're not able to get a, a clear view on what it is at first until you tell the GM you rolled a nat 20. <laughs> and in which case, it is definitely a theropod of some kind. You're not sure what species. You do know that T-Rex do hunt in the woods at night in particular. T-Rex are, in fact, nocturnal hunters. You see at least one. I stress that okay. because as a butterfly and somebody who lives out in the woods, you would know, as science has figured out today mm -hmm. through theorization, that actually T-Rex would typically hunt in pairs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So you okay. feel that icy instinct of terror and alarm, that cold wash of realizing a predator has spotted this caravan thundering through the plains towards the train line. And it has reacted. Now, when we come back for the next chapter in Legacy of Silver Creek, you're going to have an edge on dealing with this because your Nat 20 gave you a lot of lead time into figuring out what you can do about this. Otherwise, you are looking at probably a level seven challenge stalking you guys. T-Rexes are not to be messed with. So you do have two very large dinos. Both of them are known for standing up to a T-Rex. So we'll see what happens. But that is actually where we are going to bring lights down on this chapter of legacy of silver oh, creek as you all charge off towards the red jaw wilds on opposite ends of silver creek each of you engaging in your separate battles here um i'm gonna go ahead and award xp um everyone please gain two xp for the session on top of the one that i already awarded you at the top so for a total of three xp across the session and elisa gets one for the intrusion that's correct who and elisa you get to hand one point out who would you like to give that xp to Dahlia. Dahlia, gain an XP. You get an additional XP tonight. Woohoo! Um, yeah. Thank you. 
All right. Well then. Oh, good golly. I'm gonna. That's it's gonna funny. be funny. It's gonna be funny dropping Noir back into this game session. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing what? What? <laughs> it's literally like picking up a save game and a game you haven't played in a while, and then you're just like <laughs> game, you're in the middle of a death fight. You're like, wait, what? What? What well, choices have I made that brought me to this point? Yeah. All right. That's going to bring us to an end. Thank you so much for watching this next chapter of Legacy of Silver Creek. Stay tuned for some more Streampunks news coming down the pipe in the next couple of weeks. In the meantime, we'll see you back in the Cretaceous 65 million years from now. Have a good night. As we wrap up today's thrilling recording on Predation, remember that you can catch it live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Althaven every Monday night at 6 p.m. PST. Explore our diverse podcast library, from the $2 Creature Feature to Pest Control and beyond. Dive into our rich archive, featuring everything from the eerie mysteries of ghosts and werewolves to the epic adventures of Star Trek and superheroes. Your continued support fuels Althaven's journey, so please consider supporting us on Ko-Fi to help create more shows like this. Join our lively Discord community to stay updated on upcoming Haven events. Until next time, keep exploring, keep listening, and keep the Haven spirit alive. Thank you for being a cherished part of Altaven.